It's episode 242 of Nerds Eye View. I'm here with Andrew. Hi. How you doing, Andrew? I'm all right. You're all right? Yeah. Uh, I'll make it. I'm doing all right, too. I just ate a double-double, so I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, it's one of the few burgers on the planet that doesn't give me an upset tummy. Wow. So uh, it's kind of a treat for me. And uh, you are on... You are on... Uh, well, it is on the path to me coming here to record. So it is kind of a tradition at this point. Okay. And, uh, yeah, in and out is great. What are we here to do? Oh, yeah, we're reviewing movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's, the, a, it's a bonus episode? Well, I, I don't, I don't know if I call it a bonus, but it's just a, it's all reviews. All reviews. Things, things that we haven't reviewed that have come out in the past. Yeah, we saw a bunch of movies, and we thought we'd sit down and chat them ab- about them a bit. Uh, this yeah. is going to be a spoiler-full episode. Uh, we're not going to spend our normal length for each movie. Mm-hmm. We're just going to dive right in. Mm-hmm. And these movies have been out a while too, so they've probably been spoiled already on other shows. So yeah, uh, in the case of uh, We Are Your Friends, it's already out of theaters, so don't worry about it. And so is the Gallows is is on its way too, and that's going to be our first review, right? Yeah. All right. Do you want to just get into it? Well, what else we got? We got oh, the we Gallows. Got the Gallows. Uh, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Then we have uh, we Turbo are Kid. Fr- uh, Turbo Kid, and then We Are Your Friends. Yes. So it's going to be a jam-packed episode. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Please enjoy. Please enjoy.
The Gallows. The Gallows. Directed by uh, Travis Clough and Chris Loafing. Clough. Yeah, I can't. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly. I believe it's also written by them. Yeah. Uh, written and directed by them. If there's one thing our show <laughs> is known for, it's pronouncing things correctly. Oh, sure. Uh, this is a, uh, a found footage horror film. Yes, it is. Produced by Bloomhouse Productions, of course. Definitely. Um, it concerns a, a school play uh, that went wrong 20 years ago, mm-hmm. and they're redoing it. And uh, some of the s- students try to sabotage it, and that leads to all kinds of crazy shit. Um, hijinks ensue. And then after hijinks... In like a horror way. A whole lot of low jinks, you might say, because uh, people start dying. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't recognize any of these actors. Nope, I don't know any of them. But, you know. Um, They're just a bunch of people. Now, I famously, after mm. seeing this film, uh-huh. kind of loved it. Yeah. Uh, because it doesn't uh, pull any punches when it comes to... Yeah, it's a ghost. Oh. It's a ghost. Oh, yeah. It's not like, oh, and, it's someone dressed up as a ghost. And no, it, it's it a really, full-on ghost. It really hurt my heart because I wanted it to not be a ghost. Like, I wanted all this really crazy shit to be happening because of an ingenious person who wanted revenge. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted it to be... Are we just going to just jump right into it? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. wanted it to be her mom. I wanted yeah, I mean, it to be... it kind of was. I wanted it to be the girlfriend yeah. of, of uh, uh, Charlie. Uh, no. Isn't what it Charlie? Talking? Oh, Charlie's, yeah, Charlie's the dead one. Charlie's the one who dies in the initial scene. The, the ghost that somehow ages. Mm-hmm. That somehow got real old and real tall and uh, grew long hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted it to to be her all along and just have it be this, like, I don't know, I guess it would be like a that first Freddy movie where it's, like, not really Freddy, it's Freddy's mom, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted it to be that. Except at just, the very end of that, it is it is him. He jumps out of the water. I mean, that's kind of like Yeah, but that's kind of his initial. But do you see what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I wanted it to not be a uh a metaph- an ethereal force that is killing these kids. Yeah. Um because I feel like and this is where the movie faults for me. Um he wouldn't have started with these kids. He would have killed the dad first. Because the dad is the one that is the initial inciting thing that made him die. Yeah, especially when you get to the end and it's and it's like this ghost is not tied to the theater. He's able to no. travel when around. When you find that, you're like, why isn't he going out and killing all the other classmates? Or or at least the one specifically who is the one who caused his, you know. Yes. Not necessarily the caused the accident, but the one sick. who, yeah, the one who swapped him out and, and caused him to be the one. And, yeah. and, and also, like... If it really was just an accident, if it was set up wrong mm. and it was supposed to give out or something like that and it was an accident, yeah. then this is a vengeful ghost that is killing everybody because an accident happened. And yeah. that's kind of crappy. But if we found out more information like, no, uh, the main character, the main uh, character that we follow through most of the movie, mm. if his dad was in love with the girlfriend and wanted him, uh, wanted her for himself and... Uh. And set it up so that what he could he would die, and then he could try and swoop in, and like we find out like there's some malicious intent, and this was a murder instead of a an accident. Yeah. Then I understand the ghost doing what it's doing. Like I don't feel like there's like everything around 
the stuff that I like have to think about and look at motivations and stuff for was all great. I loved I loved the place they were in. I loved how much it, it really dealt with the theater and like all the moving parts of it and mm-hmm. kind of like showed that world and what's like behind the scenes and the interaction of all these different parts and they went to all the different places in the school and that was kind Even of interesting. Like a secret underground school underneath yeah, the school. Yeah, that was kind of weird. That was super I weird. I was like I was like, all right, we're in Silent Hill now. Yeah, that's. Uh, they went into a basement. They found another door, and there was an entire school underneath the school. It was super weird. That didn't make any sense to me. No. Um, but other stuff I recognized. Like when they were up in in the roof, I've been in the roof of the school I went oh, to yeah. in high school, and that's what it looks like up there. Like it's creepy and just a whole bunch of rafters. And, yeah, and like just the whole time I was like, I hope it's the mom. I hope it's the mom. All the way until the last scene, I was mm. like, I hope that was the mom. Nope. And it's just, there was some trick in the editing, mm-hmm. right? Where, like, it looked like on the video it was a ghost, but that's because the daughter was so good at video editing or something like that that they that she went in and made it look like a ghost, and that's how they get away with murder and stuff like that. But no, at the very yeah. end, it's just like, no, nah, this is a ghost, bro. And we never get any, like, revelation of, like, no, the dad's dead, too. They killed him first. Because at one point, he gets a call from his father. Oh, Yeah. I forgot about so that. So how does he get that phone call unless they've already killed the dad? I, I feel like maybe that was the dad calling to say something. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, maybe that would have been interesting if right? they'd confirmed that the dad was dead. Yeah, like if yeah. the dad's body was in a house at the end of the movie uh-huh. where they had the, he was like hanging in the living room or something. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Or that phone call was him like pleading or something. Yeah. Yeah. That phone call could have been much more interesting. Instead, it was just yeah. playing back of the, the initial video again. Yeah. Yeah. The news the newscast. Yeah. This 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 film is is also it's needlessly found footage. Needlessly. Uh it's it's just insane because like one of the characters is like, "Oh, I just want to film everything." And then even uh, he they they separate and they get two cameras in the sense that he has a camera he has a on his phone. App. Yeah, a night vision Whatever, app on his phone. Oh, yeah, sure, cuz that exists. Whatever that means, yeah. Yeah. That does make a lot of sense. Because uh, you know, all cell phones have IR sensors, I guess. Also, um there's a little bit of a weirdness. Uh, I think one of the taglines or something for this film is like, don't, don't say his name or don't something like that. Is the, that the inciting incident? That doesn't feel like, well, it. it's cause the, the, the kid who's filming everything like screws around with the mask. Oh yeah. He, which I thought like, Oh, that's marked him for death immediately. Yeah. But then when he, when he kills like the girl, she didn't do she anything. She did nothing. Yeah. She was just like except, freaking ex- out. Except for like, Hey, yeah, let's destroy the set. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sorry. Would a ghost, be like super reverent and protective of the thing that killed them. I mean, it, it seemed like he was a ghost in the sense that he wanted to play the role that he wanted to play. Oh, he was the executioner. Yeah, he wanted to be the hangman, oh. and so that's why he took on that so role. He was quite back, literally. Yeah, he was coming back to be the hangman. Yeah, because he 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 was supposed to be so, the hangman, and then he had to play the main character. I have a and question that, for that you. The main character got hung. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. I have a question for, for you. Um, who was hanging in the janitor's room? Oh, the janitor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that was, that was, I was like, are you kidding me? Poor janitor. Poor janitor. This is the thing though. It might not have been the janitor. It might have been the dad. Well. Janitor might not have been there at all. And the fact that we never find out makes it crappy because if it is the mom, Uh like you take the ghost part out, janitor makes sense because she comes and kills the janitor. That's how she gets the keys. That's how she gets access to the school. That's how she locks all the doors. Yeah. Uh, 
if it's the dad, then the ghost brings the dad to the school and hangs him in there. And the janitor, hmm. he doesn't need the janitor there because the ghost can open and lock doors whenever he wants. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think, I, I mean, I'd really like for your theory to have something, but like there's too many supernatural elements. Yeah, no. Even no. before we yeah, find out no it's way. full on a ghost. Yeah, there's no way. But especially when the uh, they destroy the set, they leave the room, come See, back, and it's completely put back I together. Think, I think I was giving the, two, the film too much merit uh-huh. because what I was doing was... Maybe they're using this found footage as a way to say this is an unreliable source. Mm, mm-hmm. Because it is a video source yeah. and a digital vis- video source, mm. maybe it can be altered. Yeah. You know, because I've seen, like, do you remember that uh, that film VHS where it was a bunch of those oh, I never directors? Watched it. I never watched well, yeah, it. I, didn't, I wouldn't think so. But it was, it was a very good uh, anthology of all these little horror films. Uh-huh. And one of them did hit on the point of no, this is an unreliable thing because at any point we can delete sections of this. Yeah. And that messes with the timeline of what you're watching because you don't know if it's if it's in sequence or not. Uh-huh. And imagine this film with all the supernatural elements that you see, take out the last scene mm. and instead have a scene of the mom and the child talking about everything, like planning it all, yeah. recording it ahead of time, mm. and then saying, all right, make sure and delete this before you change all the other video. <laughs> like, yeah. imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I I, I love the ghost. No, the I, ghost I, is cool. <laughs> yeah. Because <clears throat> theater ghosts, I think, are something that, maybe I'm just watching the wrong movies. They're, uh, for me, they're not in enough movies. Yeah. Uh, or it always turns out, you know, the Scooby Doo style, where it's like, oh, it was the old man, and he oh, was wearing a mask. He'd use dry ice. Oh uh-huh. no, uh, you kooky kids! Yeah, I feel like I'd watch The Gallows too, like a sequel, if it was like this mom and daughter went to another town with their ghost dad, just taking out kids who don't appreciate drama. Yeah, 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 something taking like that. their act on the road. You might say, yeah. Yeah, I'd kind of love that. Like, this is, it's so, it's kind of dumb, but it's, it's kind of, super dumb. In a fun way. I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of, a lot of horror movies are, uh, you know, they're too serious or they're too, like, oh, look at the gore. This one was more about the whole, um, theatrical aspects. Yeah, no, it, it really played a lot into it because we got a lot of, a lot of the use of, like, the high wires and all the moving elements of, of the theater and that played like a big role in how the all the the meddling kids would get taken out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and um but you're right like uh the moment i knew that it wasn't a ghost for sure you mean it was a ghost for sure yes that's what i meant uh was when they're up in the rafters mm-hmm. oh it's yeah just him and her yeah and all of a sudden all the ropes show up yeah like he just he turns and he turns around and this film does such a big deal of like we're gonna point the camera this way so that way when you're looking here we're gonna do stuff here. Like, uh-huh. It's so obvious. Like the fifteenth time they've done it. I I wish though they'd been a little bit more consistent with the ghost because mm-hmm. it seemed like ropes were his thing, but then he could just do whatever else. Anyway. Oh no, he just wanted to yeah whatever. Yeah, like like I'd like it if it was just strictly ropes. Mm-hmm. Like he like because he he strangles uh, what most people, I'd say. Yeah. Most of the, the they get they get strangled with a rope, and mm-hmm. that's like that's like uh, like really spooky. Super like spooky. Just ropes appear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think though the um, when it comes to that end part where um, the girl, uh, the other girl, the daughter of uh, of of the the ghost or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, starts acting out the play. 
I was like, oh shit, like she's I I, I figured she, it out. She's right there with with yep. this goat. Like she's not here to help. Mm-hmm. She's part of the bad the bad stuff. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's kind of fucked up. I like, knew that's at the crazy. moment. I knew at the moment she was there. Really? It's like there's no reason for her to be in the school uh-huh. with all the doors locked. Well, yeah, it made because it, she didn't. It come, makes sense. Yeah, she didn't come from the door that was open. She was <coughs> further in the school. Yeah. Like immediately, I was like, oh, she's nah. 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 But yeah, I mean, it's... It's, uh... It wasn't one of those horror movies that stays with me, like some of them have. Uh-huh. Where I'm laying in bed and I'm like, oh, did I lock the door? Um, uh, not that it would help in some situations, but, uh... Yeah, it was it was good. I mean, uh, I just... The only thing that really put me off of it is the found footage aspect yeah because it was really needless it was unnecessary super unnecessary um, one of the one of the fun things i had in my theaters i went to a discount theater theater oh, oh. <clears throat> so it looked like old crappy seats ah. so like it shows the theater in there and i'm looking around and it is seriously one of those sloped like low theaters uh-huh. with the old old seats that look exactly like the seats in the movie. Yeah, and so there was a couple times like I was actually sitting near the center, uh-huh. and there was two other there was two couples there on the uh, right side of the theater, and I was sitting on the left, uh-huh. and uh, I moved from the inside all the way against the wall because ah! I was like I need something solid. So that way I don't keep turning around uh-huh. and like feeling like something might be behind me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and on the right side, the very back uh, wall had like the seats all the way to the wall, where mm-hmm. behind me it was room for uh, handicapped seats. Oh. So it was just open all the way to the entrance of the theater. Uh-huh. And I was just like, ugh. So I had that fun fun little bit because it felt like the same, sorry, it felt like the same like old theater yeah. Thing. So that that kind of creeped me out. That's good. That's creepy. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but yeah, found footage could have been taken entirely out of this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could have just had, you know, a low light camera the whole time, you know, yeah. just good old fashioned low light filmmaking. And if they if they wanted to shoot infrared, just shoot infrared. Yeah. You don't need to have a character have an app. Yeah. But just shoot it. And, and just I just the way I feel about it is like you shoot the whole movie normal, and then you have one or two scenes where the guy takes out his phone to see. Yeah, that like, could be oh, interesting. Yes. Oh, I can't see. It is completely pitch black in this room. Uh-huh. There are no other lights because there are a couple scenes like that. Like mm. when they're in the theater, there's a bunch of the exit lights. Yeah, there's like some overhead, like kind of you know faint residual lighting from somewhere. Mm. Like just low level light like that with a normal camera, and then in the scenes where they're climbing around in the attic mm. or they're in the secret Silent Hill school at the bottom of the school, like. There's no light down there, so make them take the phone out on that time, and now you have an interesting kind of scary, yeah. claustrophobic feel to it. They also like, uh, I feel like they use the multiple, uh, uh, the, the camera phone and the, the regular camera. Oh, they camera. kept switching they, yeah, perspectives They use a that lot. To, um, to like kind of lengthen the movie, I feel like, where yeah, like, normally oh, we just happening. It. You're hearing something through a door, and then we're going to finish this on this side of the door, and then take you back. Yeah. To right before that door got closed and then show you what happened in there. And it's like... Yeah, the first time that that happened, really I weird. was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And by the third time, I was like, well, this is... I'm, I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> yeah. This isn't interesting anymore. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I feel like I have a weird soft spot for this film. I can understand that. I'm not and I'm not big on horror films, but I like I kind of like the angle that this takes. I kind of like... And it's not a bad you know, movie by any means. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it the good old Jordan if it's on... <laughs> On your movie channels mm. in the middle of the night, 
Make sure you're sitting against the wall. Yeah. And uh, it won't be a bad time for you. When I grow up, I want to be the first person to teleport himself. Even if you could build it. I've already built it. Is it next to your flying car? (laughs) I'm not working on that anymore. into the unknown. But sometimes, you're looking to discover one thing, and you find something else. I just want to fix my friends. We can't change the past. But we can change the future. I'm gonna need a heat-resistant workshop. In a big-ass sunroof. They're dangerous and powerful. Which makes them extremely valuable to the government. You promised me you wouldn't use my kids as weapons. You think you've had power? Hand it to you. You don't know anything about what's coming. What is coming? Doom. This is our chance to make a difference. We're family. If we do this, we do it our way. What if we say no? Say yes. This is the end of your world. And the beginning of mine. He's stronger than any of us. He's not stronger than all of us. They just cracked interdimensional travel. Fantastic Four is a 2015 film starring Kate Mara, Miles Teller, Jamie Tyler Bell, that's his nickname, and uh, Michael B. Jordan. He's not a basketball player. There's a B in there. That's a good intro. It was directed by Josh Trank. <laughs> Written by Jeremy Slater. 7,000 people. Simon Kinberg, uh, Josh Trank, Stan Lee, and Jack Kirby. Oh, of course but they But those did. last two just have the Yeah, they created for Fantastic yeah. Four. Yep. So there's three people, but of course a bunch of other people got in on that that are not credited. So uh, we've brought in Benson. Yep. He's our resident comic book expert. Thank you. Or Fantastic Four expert, if you want to get more specific. I I, I don't feel comfortable calling myself Fantastic Four expert, though you I like have, them. You well, like them. enjoyed them over the you're years. You're the main yes, editor of the Wikipedia article for the, <laughs> that's for the crew. Correct. It's, it's <laughs> you and me disgusted. You Once, just keep editing each other. Oh, I'm going to get that son of a bitch one day. <laughs> I'm gonna get have we told you about me and disgusted? No. Uh, he's a Wikipedia user who he's keeps, a Wikipedia villain. <laughs> he's a Wikipedia villain. He like he enjoys going through and getting rid of like 
details that he does not think are pertinent on different articles. What a dickhead. And uh, uh, we encountered him personally because we added, there, there's a Wikipedia article on podcast networks, mm-hmm. like a list of podcast networks. So right. we put Benview And you know there. what Benview is? It's a podcast network. Yeah. And he apparently doesn't think so. Despite the fact that that is factually accurate. Also, wow. uh, he's he's literally famous because there I was. I would call him famous. There's, <laughs> That's well, a liberal there's, use of the word literally. <laughs> there's an article yeah. which references him in the right. New in, York Times. I think so. There was a uh, some kind of college class where students were were uh, as part of the class they were to edit Wikipedia pages with knowledge that they've gained through the class. Right. And this this girl edited this whole page, had it all ready, and then Minas Custard said, "Nope." Took, it all, took down everything took she down wrote. Everything she wrote, Whoa. despite the fact that it was well it was, researched yeah, and true, factually correct, true, and part of the like, she she had this knowledge that Minas Custard said no to. You know, <laughs> we were about to get we some. Go. I don't. I don't want to. Jordan, I don't want to. I love this. You know, Make wide assumptions about people on the internet. Mm-hmm. But I really get a South Park Kevin Smith vibe from people <laughs> like this. Uh, people in their basement. Yeah. Uh, there is a stereotype that is relatively untrue because I play a lot of video games. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I am what you might call a nerd, a geek, a dork. And uh, I don't live in a basement. I, uh, I've played plenty of sports. Okay. And I've got a wide range of knowledge on film uh, TV and video games. Yeah. Where's this going? I'm a love of uh, music, uh-huh. uh, but I am not that stereotype, right? Yeah. And I would, I would, I would argue that none of us at the table are, even though we do have well. a passion for many of the things that I just. <laughs> I mean, does anybody here live in a basement? That's because we live on the third floor. I don't know yeah. how you'd live on a. basement. Well, there are no basements in California except in the film Zodiac. Yeah. Um. Where they make a whole big point of how there's no basements in California. But I hear thing. about a person like this and I ask myself, you know, sometimes stereotypes talk about real things. I, I and like they describe real people. And this man is either someone who sits in a basement mm-hmm. and likes to wave his control wand over the internet. Sure. Or he's a 54-year-old <laughs> professor at a college who hates his students and just does this willy-nilly because it makes him feel better about his mm-hmm. life. Because he couldn't afford the Ferrari. Do you, do you think Minas Custard only edits things that he cares about? Or do you think he, he says, this is my job, I need to edit everything? I don't know. I think he edits everything. Okay. I think he's going through all of it. You know what I heard about him, though? Huh? You know what I heard about Minas Custard? What? I heard he sleeps in the park, shaves in the dark, trying to save paper. <laughs> no, shit. That's mean, Mr. Mustard. I apologize. <laughs> Anyway, we're supposed to be reviewing Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four! Can you tell that we don't want to based on it's, uh, these tirades? It's a dark it's a dark time in our lives when we saw that movie. This is uh, one of those chapters that we wish could have been edited out of the book of our lives. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to say there's, there's, there's something to it when people, uh, you know, when, when the director of the film goes on Twitter to say, don't blame me. Yeah. And then has to delete his Preemptively, yeah. before the movie came out. Before yeah. the movie came out, yeah. And I, I feel like I have a good summation of what this movie is, because I've had to explain <coughs> it to people. Uh, let's just say that there are people in my life who know that I do this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of the person that people say, hey, should I go see that film? And this is what I tell people for this film. And I've put a lot of thought into it. This film is not a horrible film. Well, the pieces. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, just listen. The pieces that make it 
are not bad. The cinematography's not horrible. The CG not some of good. it's kind of bad. The CG's not not good in some spots. Yeah. Right. There's some interesting stuff, but most of it's pretty bad. Mm. Uh, the actors do the best they can with what they're given. Script, admittingly, pretty bad. Yeah. Dialogue's pretty bad. That's but I as mean, a film, this is a film out of time. This is a film that feels like it was made in the 90s. Mm. It film, a film that neglects and ignores everything Marvel has done with all of their films. Marvel has raised the bar with filmmaking when it comes to all types of superhero movies. In every way. They've just made everything better, and they've made the expectations of us, the fans, and of the general populace higher for these types of films. And this film feels like they made it, and they put it in a vault, and 20 years later, they open it up and said, hey, we made this movie. And we CG'd some modern actors into it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, 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 is, it is a film that just ignores modern cinema. And it's so weird in that respect. This feels like one of the old Fantastic Four movies. And it shouldn't feel that way. And it's worse than those movies. Yeah, I'll agree with that last sentence. <laughs> it is worse than those movies. And I'm going to say it's worse than the Roger Corman produced Fantastic Four But do you movie. see what I mean? Like, yeah. like, not only does it not take into respect anything that has come out after it, yeah. it is worse than the original films. And that's, that's, that's an achievement. Like, as it, as it stands on its own... Like, some people might like this film, but it's because they don't understand why it should be better. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that it feels out of time to me though so much because to me, so much of what I hate about this movie is a modern thing. Clearly, comes from like Marvel's doing the fun superhero oh, movie. Like so we need to do Dark Knight. We need to do Man of Steel. Right, we need to yeah, do the yeah. gritty dark I, superhero I agree movie. With you. I agree with you. And that is just such a wrong-headed way of going about, especially the Fantastic <clears throat> Four, who I mean, literally, you could just look at a Fantastic Four comic, let your eyes glaze over so that you can't actually read it, you could look at it and see that it doesn't match the screen because the whole thing of the comics is bright colors, and big, beautiful. vivid, fun, right. exciting out I mean, of the universe. I mean, Pixar should have been sued because mm-hmm. they made The Incredibles. Yeah. And The Incredibles... That's is the best the em- Fantastic Four film. Yes, is yeah. the embodiment of what yeah. the Fantastic Four is. Yeah. Well, just, I mean, uh, look, Incredibles is just a great film. Oh, no. Yeah. I am not disparaging that in I will way. say a lot of people are now seeing as this is the, you know, third franchise, fourth attempt to make a Fantastic Four film, mm-hmm. fourth failure in a lot of people's minds. Yep. People are starting to say, well, it's just, they just don't adapt well to cinema. Bullshit. That's not true. Because look at the Incredibles. Like, that's it's proof amazing. Uh-huh. You can make this kind of movie good. Yeah. You just you just you need to not be a maroon. It, it even does at the end of Fantastic at the end of the Incredibles, it makes a nod to the Fantastic Four because of the villain that shows up at the very end, which is yeah. a direct reference to stuff that happens with Galactus in the comic books yeah. and the mole people. Like, it's a direct reference to Fantastic Four and an amazing film all on its own. Yes, and it can be done. Where's my super suit? And it's got Samuel L. Jackson in it, so it's it's Mar- MCU ready. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Sure. And so when when you see a film like this come out, you're just like, no, these are just the wrong people. Yeah. They don't understand what makes it good. And that's one of the reasons why I think the Marvel films are so great is because when they tackle a property, they say, hold on, let's not just shoehorn this into a genre we want to make. Yeah. Hmm. What is good about this? What do fans love about this? Yeah. Why are these characters great? Let's make a film for that reason. That's why yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy was such a different type of film. Because 
it is unlike anything else in the Marvel Universe. And it's because those characters are unlike anything else in the universe, and they made a film for them. Now, I do want to uh, uh, clarify for, for those listening. Um, and Fantastic that's why Four. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. Fantaforstic. 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 That's my uh, bad brand of deodorant. Is part of the uh, Fox Marvel Universe, whatever the hell you want to call that. Yeah, the Fox verse. The Fox. Which, which is the X Men. And Deadpool? Yes. Uh, which God, is, will be coming out next that's year. It's crazy that that's happening. Um, so uh, the rumors that I've heard uh, uh, is that is somehow they are going to still make a Fantaforstic 2. Why? And it's going to cross over with whatever because they do with X-Men. Because they already invested their money in it. But the crazy and thing to me... they already signed the actors. The crazy <laughs> thing to me is that, fr- from all accounts that I've heard, they removed all references to outside things in this Fantaforstic film. Yeah. Huh. They they referenced like, all kinds in, like, original scripts or yeah. original cuts or whatever. Like they were getting ready to, to, to ditch it. <laughs> well, no. Like, they were... That's by cutting out all these references. Yeah. yeah they are getting, getting ready, ready to, to ditch it. Yeah. The, yeah. Which was the rumors about... Um, in the Marvel MCU side of it was the rumors about Ant-Man was that they were removing references mm. so that in case Ant-Man bombed, they could just be like, ah, never mind. But those, I mean... The but there were some solid... Yeah. yeah, there were some solid references in Ant-Man. And yeah. I think it's because the people behind it uh, realized that it was going to be good and said, no, we need to have some con- connecting tissues. Yeah. So, But in, in that same way, the rumors about Ant-Man weren't true. Everything about Fantastic was true. Was, was super true, true and worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they they changed, apparently they changed character names. The What's his name? The scientist guy in a suit. What, what was his name? Who? The He was also in Incredible Hulk somehow. What? Right? Oh, Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson. Who was, was that Incredible Hulk or the other one? He was in the Incredible. He played okay. he played Samuel Stearns, aka the leader in the, the Incredible leader. Hulk. Right. You see him get his mute, mutated head at the end, and then it never followed up. Sadly. Never followed up. And now Tim what's Blake his, Nelson. What's his name? Tim, Tim Blake, Blake Nelson. Nelson. And now he showed up in Phantom Force and apparently he was supposed to be a mole man or something. I. But, okay. Or the leader of the mole man. I don't know what the hell, but but whatever it was, they changed his name, so he wasn't. Oh, I like him. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. He's really good. Poor, poor, <laughs> poor guy. Yeah. Keep yeah. signing up for the wrong projects. <clears throat> Even, uh, you know, like Michael B. Jordan or uh, that other guy. That's the shitty part. Is Wh- I really like guy. the actors in this. Yeah. Like, the other stuff they've been in, I've enjoyed, and I'm sure I'm going to like other stuff that they're doing. But this is just... I like Michael B. Jordan a lot. Everyone else, I feel, was too young. I'm, and oh, I know there young. is the ultimate no, no, version no. of the team, which was young. But, hey, guys, the ultimate version of the team sucked. It was not yeah. a good comic. When it comes down to it, like I do feel like for the characters and what they should have been, mm-hmm. bad casting. Yeah. But let's get some. Let's get a when, gentleman with silver bits on yeah, his hair. Which they tried to do in the originals. Oh, yeah, in the original film. Yeah. The 90s ones. I thought you were suggesting that there was some uh, weird take That'd of this film. That'd be super great if he showed up. Else tell everybody's good. He showed up after that dumb year-long gap <laughs> and, uh, and had <laughs> silver in his hair. <laughs> and he's like 20. Yeah. He'd be like, it helps me hide. It aged me. It aged me. No one knew who I was. What a dumb movie. I'd believe it. <laughs> well, the part where, I mean, he, he disappears for a year and then we see him in a market and he's uh, used his plastic abilities to make his face different. That felt that's, wrong to me, right? That's, I feel like that's kind of a report. clever idea, but it just looks not correct in the film. It's just, it doesn't, it's... What is the nationality of the person he becomes? I think he's still supposed Wh- to be whatever, a white guy. No, was I think whatever, guy? whatever city he's in, whatever oh, country he's in. Oh, he was supposed in. to be that, oh. Yeah, because his skin yes, was way I, darker when oh, he was I the didn't other person. Yes. I, was just, I was just like, this is not looking like a human being. This looks like some <laughs> weird... Yeah, well, that is also true. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and I uh, like what I'd like from this film if they were going to do whatever they did, so to speak, was like I'd like to understand Ben Grimm some more. Yeah, I'd like to understand the things. Yeah, because it seemed like he was just like. Don't you get it? His brother hit him and said it's clobbering town. Well, okay, it's clobbering town. So he <laughs> clobbering town, USA. <laughs> he might as well have said that because so it was so dumb. It's got path pathos. <laughs> no, but the whole thing where like he's he's a rock man, and then like, uh, <laughs> no, uh, Reed his- is like I'm going to help you. His fall into I'm going to be a weapon for the government yeah. is an interesting storyline. Too bad it, they didn't expand on it Too or tell it. Too bad that happened in the year we didn't see yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take out the whole middle Too bad they of the movie. Didn't tell yeah. that story. Because yeah. uh, like, so you're weird. watching that video. And let's make him weirdly and a, naked. Body count like over 100. And a year later, uh, Sue Storm is barely getting control of her powers. Yeah. The, uh, the human torch is barely yeah, like watch up ahead of here if they're still gonna be fucking figuring they're it out barely <laughs> getting their shit together a year later and yeah. whereas you have uh freaking miles teller over here becoming uh south american people like super <laughs> weird and we got yep. johnny storm you know fun loving johnny storm who is now i'm, tr- I'm just trying to race dad wait why won't let me ra- what what, the, what was that bullshit all about so weird well because he's got to yeah. be he's got to be a thrill seeker because otherwise, but like how not are you a gonna, fun thrill seeker. How are you going to be like on a thrill fire? seeker who's like too serious about it? A thrill seeker who like doesn't care about dying. Like, <laughs> like honestly, is yeah, like fucking rigged. Super He's fucking rigged dangerous. With the weapon yeah. instead of a fun guy. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Well, I, think, I think we figured out his next casting in the Lethal Weapon remake. It's oh, gonna boy. they're gonna flop it. It's gonna be a, a like Riggs it's a, is a black guy and and yeah. Murtaugh's a white. Yeah, guy. it's gonna be Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan and Michael Keaton as Murtaugh. Yeah. Ooh. He's too old for this reason. shit. Yeah. He is oh too old for God. that shit. Right? You're, you're making me dream. <laughs> look at, look at, look at, look at saw, Andrew's face. I saw dreaming. Oh, man. Yeah. I just remember uh, Michael Keaton and uh, the other guys. Oh, that scene with the Christmas trees at the beginning of Lethal Weapon. Uh, do you remember Michael Keaton and the other guys? Oh. Yeah, he wants to be a peacock. Oh, he's the best. Yeah. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, the best yeah, in Because he's got that scene in Bed Bath Beyond that I just... Tickled me because guess what? He's like, Don't go chasing waterfalls. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, we we don't want to talk about. So those are good other movies that we're talking about. Yeah. Let's That's talk our about review, our review of Fantastic Four is just a list of other movies you can watch instead. <laughs> go watch all those other movies. <laughs> Let's talk up. about Doom. Let's or talk Doom about Doom. What the fuck is his name? Let's talk Doom-a-shev. about you. Uh, Victor Von. Victor Von. I will give some props Doom-a-gin. to Toby Cabell for his w- weird made-up accent that I kind of liked. Where he sounds kind of like Christoph Waltz, but not really. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times you'll see Dr. Newman, they're not even attempting a, an accent, but he's like, nah, I'm from no, Liberia. It's Victor, it's Victor Von Doom. Yeah. I thought he had a dumb last name, a fake last name. Yeah. I think it's Dubashev. I think we. That's IMDb not what they have on IMDB. It was, yeah, it was Von Doom. Because I remember there was something, like before the movie came out, there was like rumors that it was going to be something. It was supposed weird. to be something dumb. But yeah. So they changed that. Yeah. Uh, whatever. But there is, of course, the dumb okay. moment when he says something cynical, and then Kate's like, "We've got a regular Doctor Doom over here." Hey, uh, why did we see anybody as children? <laughs> How completely unnecessary was any of that shit? Listen, if you and see, it was like, if you just see, it was like forty-five adult, minutes. You won't understand. I don't understand how he got here. He's a how did he figure out a teleport? <laughs> he works in a junkyard. <laughs> What I thought a was really smart funny. smart guy and a meathead are friends in what? one world. I got to hear an he explanation for that. He sides with balls and baseball bats. Now, <laughs> Kate, Kate Mara and her father come to the, just randomly come to a science no, fair. No, hold on. We got to figure out this kid shit. Her uh, adopted dad. Yeah, whatever. I'll tell you why we needed to see them as kids. 
to get my boy Tim Heidecker in the film. The best part of the film for one line where he says, Hey, you're screwing up the TV or whatever. Jeez. <laughs> so no, dumb. So they just happen to come to this science fair, this high school science Look, fair. When I'm looking for Why top scientists. Science no, no, no. <laughs> when I'm looking for top scientists in the world, I got a high school f- uh, science fair. And also, then. <laughs> Because there was so much other dumb shit in the movie to distract me. And then but they yeah, also. Why hey, they had a fucking look, they also high school trying to make parallel fair. dimension listen. traveling devices. I need to go to a high school. Also, and a public high school science listen, fair. Not no. even like a fancy school. No, no, you not even this. like regionals. <laughs> and they not also, even regionals. They yeah. also had the weird dust from the other planet that's yeah. just on them. Hey, yeah. they're just we like, hey, this that's around. the same. Hey, we, this this is a lot like Cinderella slip. Shoes. Shoes. And <laughs> I bring around to steal someone has the right, same shoe. All right, so we're not going to open this vial and they kill everyone on the planet because it's from another universe. We don't know if this is uh, deadly. You know, it might be an arsenic-based uh, parallel universe instead of our carbon-based uh, dimension. Yeah. So maybe we shouldn't open this, but you know what? I'm going to carry it in my pocket everywhere I go. Yeah. Because, you know, that's fine. And she, she, uh, I felt so bad for her because don't as, trip and break. Now, how many lines does she have? In as the important whole movie? as she seems to be, you know, important in quotations to her because father that the, she's traveling with him. In the trailer, these. in the trailer, she's super fucking important. Yeah. she's in every scene that is shown in the trailer. In the film, she maybe spoke eight lines. Also, she makes the suits. That's her job. She makes oh. the That's suits. So, uh, how she's not stupid, a scientist. You know, she gets to make the suits. How <laughs> stupid was it that the suits are what helped them control their powers? Yeah, dumb, dumb. Yeah, that doesn't movie. even. Why you're does that make sense? And my brain just sense. lets it go. No, but you're that is the truth. Brain lets that it is the truth because Michael B. Jordan switches the thing on, and that's how he turns on oh, fire. I know. And then, yeah. just, like yeah. he may, uh, Reed Richards makes himself that suit, and as soon as they take the suit apart, he just flops around like a fucking jellyfish. Yep. Well, like, yeah, it's dumb, and all, you know, with with Sue in this film. So you know, because they did such a poor job, like people mostly agree that Jessica Alba was the worst part of the previous Fantastic Four films. Yeah, but, yeah. So like, we gotta we gotta do better this time. We gotta improve. That's why she's heavy in the trailer. We gotta show people Get the that shit this from time, cards. Invisible Woman is a prominent part of the movie. But she's still a woman, and this is a comic movie. So let's not go crazy, yeah, no, no, guys. No, 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 I yeah. really think that's the thinking. Yeah. No, she's, she's also like one of the only women. Yeah, in this we're all the other film. female scientists. Yeah. Nowhere. Female, Jordan, you're living in a fantasy Wait, world. Wait, there are female Women scientists? Women can't do science. Yeah, yeah they're bad at <laughs> they're, They've got ovaries in their brains that make them only think about babies all the time. That's why they're good at poetry. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> That's why they're good at sewing and making suits. That's why she sews because she knows patterns. This was a satirical... Yeah, she patterns. Jesus Christ. No, think about this it. Was a she satirical. made the suits. She made clothes. Yeah. I just want to go on the record that my opinion that I just stated was satirical. I do not believe that about women. Yeah, I also, believe that is the point of view of this dumb, dumb film. She doesn't even get to go on the adventure. No. That, that turns out badly, but she doesn't get to go. The way she gets her powers is like when the ship comes back, it blasts energy at her. Yeah, yeah. she gets hit by a, a, a wave of energy. And that's think, dumb. Think about this. Reed Richards, He's they're, they're all sitting around a little drunk, and Reed says, hold on. I know who I want to bring. Let I'd like to remind ben. everybody that this is my, underage drinking. My friend who is an hour away it, uh, by they, any they justification. They all just graduated high school. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Well, do, well Doom, so Doom might not. be older. Yeah. Doom is probably like, I think they said he's 10 years older. I well, imagine Doom bought them the Then he's just enabling the them. Well, he had the flask. Yeah. yeah. Then he's enabling the minor. <laughs> that doesn't make it any I better. Mean, 
I, I can uh, imagine uh, Johnny Storm did some underage drinking. Sure. He's a he's a. Well, how do you think he wrecked that car in the, the first scene of the movie? Uh, uh, Which is crazy so because the editing is all off. We've got Michael B. Jordan wrecking the car, and then we've got the kids. It's super weird. Michael B. I Jordan, mean, who's like a brilliant, who is a brilliant a scientist, brilliant scientist who wrecks cars constantly, but refuses to do it to because you, you shut up, Dad. It's why because he, I'm going to be my own man and wreck cars. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sue's like, I could do science, and Dad's like, make the fucking suits. <laughs> hey, and suits. hey, you're not my daughter. Make suits. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Was there even like a weird line about where she's from? She's from like she's from like South America or some shit. No, no, no. She's from like Russia or something. Yeah, some Russian. She was European. Kosovo. That's what it was. Kosovo. Yeah, Kosovo. So it was like it seemed like it should have been a thing that connected her and Doom because he's from Latvia. Latvia. That's why they have some type of connection because they were both from that area, from yeah. Eastern Europe. Yeah, that would have been interesting. But that's not there at all. Never. Nope. Yeah. Nope. We. I mean, so we see just Doom. Being a creepy internet dude. Pine for her. But that's, I mean, that's the rules, it is, is it's the men's decision who her romantic relationship yeah. is with. Except, it, 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 in a weird way, really to, this, on her end. to this film's credit, there is no romantic relationship con- with anybody. To this film's credit, Frank no, and Sue she's are... she's too busy making the Reed suits! Reed and Sue, excuse me. Are, they, there should be a romantic relationship. Reed and Sue get married! They're the couple! That's the whole point! Why are we dicking around for a whole movie they don't even kiss at the end? There's nothing between them. There's not a single part. That's where like a central part. There's like one part where he like smiles at her. Yeah, that's it. Or she's listening to fucking Portishead or whatever in the library, and, and that's like how looking we, at her. That's how we know that she's like knows music because she knows one band. Oh, one band. <laughs> she's, but she's really an obviously music guy. she's a music she's expert. She's the because best. She likes patterns, so she needs her pattern music yeah. to find. Yep. Because the beats, but right? We're, we're hurting you. We're they hurting, help, they we're hurting help, Benson. But they help make the so super angry. suits. They help make the super suits. Ugh. Portishead is actually, when it says, uh, when you look at the suits, it says made with Portishead technology. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this movie's not good. What if you watch a Spider-Man movie and he doesn't get his web shooters to tell the sequel? Because that's what them not hooking up is like to me. See, that just, sounds, that that just character. sounds like sexual innuendo to me. He didn't shoot any web? He doesn't get a suit and tell the sequel? Yeah. He's just still in that uh, that uh, wrestling outfit. Yeah. That's, what, that's what Daredevil mask. did, and it worked. That's I mean, and I wish they hadn't. To be honest, yeah, Daredevil suit doesn't look that good, does it? It looks too yeah, bulky. I don't like the. Yeah, I don't like the look of the suit. I, don't like I think the they're going to slim it down. For I don't the like the different two. colors. They debuted it already. It looks like exactly the same. No, I think that's not true. I think they're saying that they are, but it's not true. <laughs> oh, I love no. that shit that's not being picked up on mic. <laughs> no, I have I have my sources. Okay. And all the websites that are like, this look at season two's outfit are pictures from season one. And I will to be fair to Daredevil, the the look with the, the black like tie around thing is also a pretty iconic Daredevil look. Like that yeah. was in Frank Miller's round, that's like oh, a I big part it. of the look. Oh, I love it. So that. that's I think why they can kinda of get away with that. Yeah. But Frank I keep calling him Frank. His name is Reed. I apologize. I'm thinking of uh, her dad. Yeah. But uh <laughs> <laughs> they're they're American. That's what the character. so central to the, the character, and this is such a bullshit Except origin still story. Babies, where it so we never, gotta wait until it never gets around. It's based off the, the shitty ultimate version. Yeah. It's troubling. It's really troubling. You, it just every well, decision just in this film. Dissatisfied grunts into the microphone for us. Yeah, from this one on, I'll, I'll keep talking. <laughs> uh, so basically, like it just feels like a bunch of people sat in a room and said. Hey, we needed to make this movie, and that is literally what actually happened. It's the reason why we're getting more Spider-Man movies. It's the reason why we're getting Fantastic Fours. It's the reason why we're still getting X-Men movies. Like the they, last X-Men movie was very good. Why are you being down on it? Yeah, but 
it's like in spite of everything, it was really good. Wait, am I at a table with people who like or don't like the Wolverine? I like the I Wolverine. like the Wolverine. Thank God. We saw it yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah, we did. It was a nice little that's a nice little moment. It was, there. <laughs> that was, good, that was real good. That's uh, a good movie. Yes. Yeah. There are people out there who don't like that movie. Well, it's because they're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. Or they're just confusing it with X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. And like when it comes down to it, like the reason why the film is fantastic is because it's Wolverine out of his element. It's just, it's beautiful. Um, all the Silver Samurai is pretty dope. Uh, yeah, Zelda. <laughs> I love Let's Silver. Let's not forget we're here to talk about a bad comic book movie, guys. What um, if they did like a thing where a thing? The, uh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Zelda, Fox, Fox just needs to sell everything back. Because look, it. No, I mean they're I not like gonna. They're doing fine with X Men. I've liked the last I know, few X Men, but they need to just X is men. They need to sell everything back to Marvel because. Marvel is cutting their legs out from under them. They're quite literally cutting their legs out from under them. Because every comic book that Marvel puts out, they are not highlighting X-Men. Well, people say that. People say that. But they, and how they canceled the Fantastic Four. But did you read that most recent Fantastic Four book? It was a pile of shit. But that's what I'm saying. Is like, but also a, the main, the big main events of Marvel right now. The bad guy is Doctor Doom. Uh-huh. Like they, they're the. But that's because of, Doctor Doom is fantastic character. In yeah. the comics. Yeah, in the comics, the big main event in the comics right now, Doctor Doom is the main bad guy. No, I love Doctor Doom. Yeah, and and I'm he saying he's he a Fantastic Four character, and they but, are highlighted. But they can, but they can take him out of Fantastic Four <laughs> and kill the family. <laughs> that's. In most cases, if the road was going down this way, where the last Fantastic Four book was bad, yeah, they would switch up writers. Yeah, they would get some good people on there, and mm-hmm. they would try and turn it around. Yeah, and right now Marvel has no reason to do that because they have they can't bank on that in the movie theater. Yeah, and that's where a lot of the decisions they're making are coming from. They are highlighting the properties that they can make money off of, and cutting out the legs of anyone else who owns any Marvel properties, and uh, like. It's only going to be diminishing returns from this point on. And this film highlights that. Mm. And I think it's the only reason why Fox is letting them use Spider-Man is because they realize... Mo- uh, Sony had Spider-Man. So Sony's uh, letting them use Spider-Man. Yeah, that's all separate. There's, yeah. There's a, I uh, forgot that different people bought There's a Venn diagram yeah. that needs to be updated that has... Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that has where everything... Well, everything not everything, went. but like where the big ones are. Yeah. And Hulk, Hulk solos are still stuck at Universal. It's what a, a pile yeah, of bullshit. It's a weird thing where it's Which not, I'm okay with because like I'm Universal fine has, with Hulk being with other people. It's, I it's, it's, I love Planet Hulk. Hulk. I was about to say the exact same thing. Planet Hulk would be a fantastic well, film. And they can't do James it. Gunn just came out and said Hulk is not going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That's fine. Which was everyone's, everyone's Because he's, he wanted up out into space. Yeah, everyone's like ready for Space Hulk. Yeah. Everyone's ready for Space Hulk. Yeah. That's fine. I'm super ready for Space Hulk. He'll be Hulk. there. He's not. James Gunn said he's not. No, no, no. Be. I'm saying he will be there eventually. Eventually. Uh, yeah, and also like Marvel may may just say James Gunn, look away for a second here. <laughs> and just it, sneak him in. Just <laughs> him in. Yeah, and it would just be it would just be Hulk inside of like a capsule. Yeah. flying yeah. by in one scene. Just you see the walls being smashed. But I mean, he'll be in Infinity Wars probably. And he, oh and yeah, Red oh, Hulk for sure. It seems like Red Hulk's going to be in a Civil War. Like so. a Thunderbolt. Yeah, it's Thunderbolt Ross, who yeah. they... So, General Ross was in the first Hulk film, you all recall. Yeah. And then they specifically said, they did this weird tease, that which for anyone who's read a comic was not a tease. It was just right. them saying something like, I think General Ross is going to look a little different than he did in the first Hulk movie. And it's because General Ross is Red Hulk, guys. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to be Red Hulk yep. in the Civil War. So, there's still, there's still Hulks running around. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. and this has been Marvel Talk. 
And Fantastic Four is bad. Don't Nerd's see it. View, <laughs> don't see Fantastic Four. What? Now, let's end it on a high note. Uh, well, can I complain but, again? Can I make one more complaint? Do you really want to? Yeah. We take the the Baxter yeah, building, I wanna, I wanna the, the oh, iconic the, building, yeah. the iconic home of the Fantastic Four <laughs> is destroyed, and then we get this big dick sucking reveal of this new home, which is they're, they're pimping it up like it's so awesome, and it's, it's just, just some fucking building. It's just yeah. some fucking building. In the, the middle the, of the, nowhere. The building we all love is the one you destroyed. Like imagine if uh, there was a Batman movie where the Batcave. I mean, I guess the Batcave is destroyed in the. In yeah. the uh, Dark, Dark Knight exist. handles this really well. But when he exactly, uses a second Batcave. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if Dark Knight. Like okay, let's think of it this way. So Batman begins. The man, Wayne Manor burns down. Batcave is dead. Right. Uh-huh. Imagine if then Batman begins ends with a huge reveal of this awesome spectacle that is the apartment he's staying in in the Dark Knight. Yeah, basically. Like that's essentially what this fucking yeah. movie does. And he just presses a button on his desk and he goes <coughs> down into a tube. And he says, "From this, his chair, this this, th- th- this place is cool. It's like a cave. We're gonna, Wait, we're, say that again. We're gonna cave. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna name it after your dad. <laughs> Fuck." This movie. Now, okay, let, uh, in a quick uh, end highlight, what would your dream Fantastic Four movie look like? Ooh. Oh, it will, oh my goodness! What do you mean? Well, they'd be they'd be older, right? Yes. Would Describe. you would you would you start with them already with powers? Because like that's so dumb, right? Let's don't even bother. Let's just get to them with powers. Uh, I would like I would like a flashback. Like start with them with powers. And of course, Doom would have to be the proper Doom, not this weird yeah. Doom that we keep I getting. I want to see a goddamn like, metal mask for once. Let's start. Realize. Let's start with. The city already in peril. Yeah. Them trying to fight it. And then, like, Doom's the big bad. And then. I think we like, save Doom for two. Joker stops. Because yeah. Doom is the Joker of the Fantastic Four. I said we save him for the, the okay. Fantastic All Four. Right. Maybe have Fantastic Victor, eight. like, in, uh, in a coma the whole film. And I mean, he, he could be a end. presence for mm-hmm. sure. We can, yeah, we can tease it. Because they can talk about, cool. like, cool. oh, we, we came back, we had these powers, Victor. We can't. He's not waking up. We don't know why. Bummer. Well, isn't it? He doesn't get the powers with them originally. No. Well, he His gets powers add, are like magic based. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. magic based, but they're also there's also an, a, the mishap with a device he's trying to build oh, okay. that happens mm-hmm. at at university with Reed, huh. yeah. <coughs> which is in the '94 Roger Corman version. Like that's crazy how faithful their version is to huh. the actual Doom origin. So, so have the city in peril already. They're trying to fight it off, and then like a couple flashbacks for each of them of like. This is how I got my powers, and like a little scene of like them discovering that they have them, and and then like it should be in media res. It should be in the middle of the action. See, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like in media res ever. It's one of my pet peeves. Well, I feel oh, like yeah? flashbacks yeah. aren't even necessary. Yeah. Like, well, I think us as an audience, yeah. But whenever this is coming out, like we have a whole group of people, especially if they're killing the comic, that won't. I here's know. what I say. Since Fantastic Four, since so much, it, it is a kind of old school comic. It was, yeah. it was the first big Marvel uh, comic. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think we do: we start on like a, <clears throat> a retelling of their origin, that like a retelling within the universe, like some because they're famous in universe. Okay. So like some, what we would pan out to reveal that it's like the a Baxter television building or, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. showing them getting their powers, like yeah. at a fan, like in the gift shop of the Baxter building, yeah. maybe. Even. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not that stupid, but you know that type of thing, hmm. where it, and and we could do it like kind of old, like you know, highlight that old peel, and that would show them as young people getting their powers, uh-huh. and then cut to modern day, which is them with the silver hair. Maybe yeah. even you know what? Fuck it. Maybe even Franklin and Valeria are born already. The, yeah. their kids. I, I would be fine with that. So an older, that'd be cool. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, because uh, uh, I and mean, for God's sake, let the thing wear pants. 
He still has dignity. Also, let him be yeah, orange, I, for God's sake. Yeah, because doesn't he have like a big... Dick? Yeah, a big rock dick shit. Like, we we got to go ask Stan Lee. we got to ask Stan Lee. Yeah. How big is the thing's dick? Well, that's in Mallrats. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm referencing. Yeah. But you're saying we got to do it like as if that's not a thing that's already been done. destroy you with my turbo glove, the ultimate weapon against the robot threat. But to be a true hero, you'll have to save your girlfriend. Hey! What's that in your head? It's a, it's, it's a comic book. What's it about? It's about a turbo rider. <gasps> That's rad! I always wonder what the other side looked like. It's kind of gray and dusty. Well, I could show you. Around here, we like to do things with a little more joie de vie. Where is she? Release the girl! This is gonna get ugly. As you may know, the situation is critical. We have reached maximum casualty level. Who exactly are you supposed to be? Turbo Rider. This is it, soldier. We have to hit these sand machines with everything we've got. Find them, kill them, and lead back their heads on bikes. I'm meeting up with an old mate. We're gonna strike the Zeus. Ah, what do you say? Turbo Rider. But you could totally be Turbo Kid. Bad Bad here outside the Frida Theater to talk to you about the new movie from Alchemy 24 Films, Turbo Kid. Sorry. Turbo Kid. And Lawrence. Lawrence. Someone who is actually a lady, even though her name is Lawrence. Lawrence. Confusing. They already started the show, the movie. With a with a transgender thing with a transgender prostitute, so I was concerned. It's true. There's things going around. Robots go either way if you yeah. program them. So I was like, I don't director know. of the film cameos as uh, Joe, uh, uh, Joe. Turbo Kid's mom. I, Francois Smart. Smart. <laughs> Francois Smart. Francois Smart. 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 Well, I can attest to the audio quality of this. Uh, we'll just. We'll just start rolling. Okay. Like how? Just, where, just how, how do you, where do you want us to talk to? Just uh, it's here. Okay. What I happened guess? to the windshield man? Because that's for like if you're windshield holding it in front of you. Man. Okay. I didn't really. There's four of us. Well, sure. There's four of us. Four of us. I can uh, count. Right. Well, let me ask you one question, suckers. Can Three, you four. count? Yeah. Uh, so we've got Nathan. Hi. How's it going? Uh, of uh, Agents of Guard. I am Nathan of Agents of Guard. And. Other things? And the Shrouded City. The Shrouded City right available And other projects in the works. Comic shops right now. Yeah, at one <laughs> at fine comic shop. That's yes, true. two of them. It is, it is actually portable now. Where's it, it at now? Uh, it's a comic book hideout. Oh, nice. Yeah, out in Fullerton. Nice. Take it over. So now it's plural. <laughs> and Justin. Hi. Also of Agents of Guard. Correct. As well as uh, I co-host 
There you go. Ben View on Spielberg. I've heard of that show. Yeah, but yeah. you should know because you are. <laughs> what, who, what am I? Yeah. You're you, half of the Ben. I am Jesse Kizan, this is Spielberg fanatic. <laughs> I'm Matt Benson, your Spielberg empathetist. <laughs> We're not here to talk about it. Steven Spielberg. Spielberg's <laughs> new film, Turbo Kid. <laughs> yeah, we are here to so talk angry, about uh, yeah. Turbo Kid. That's cool. I don't need a real intro, whatever. Just skip right over to that. <laughs> yeah, who cares about you? <laughs> it's Matt Benson. Matt Benson, MebbyNetwork.com, Peak Your Path, Popsicle, Shut Up, Money. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> oh, uh, you're the Ben part of Benview. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's where it comes from. Jeez, uh, I was just like, all right. I am the Ben and Ben's the boombox, and then that's the Ben and Benview officially. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Andrew. <laughs> But I'm always here. We like community. <laughs> we, we do. Wait a second. I'm doing oh crossing all the lines. Back to our intros into every one of my shows. <laughs> Three shows are here at once. <laughs> so we all just saw Turbo Kid uh, at the Frida in Santa Ana. Santa Ana. Sunny Santa Ana, California. <laughs> sure. Hey, come on down because it's getting gentrified as all heck. So you really enjoy it. You just walk around. We're, we're sitting at a table nice. just right outside the theater. <laughs> talking about the film. Very pleasant. He's a just pro- he's just a looking pod- at some official paperwork. He's a pr- Andrew surprise podcast on me. I wasn't expecting this. Like, yeah. as we're doing that, like, <laughs> ambush podcast. Ambush is like, oh, is he? Have a great night. Guys by the podcast. way, sit at this the is table. classic gotcha podcast. Oh, I don't even From the member like... of the lamestream media, Andrew Lindy. Um, if, if, but if, I mean, paparazzi. Watch out. Take note from Andrew. If, the, if this recording sucks, I'll just toss it. Got a <laughs> night I hope here. not. Some TMZ podcasting. I hope not. No. I am currently holding. As they say, the electronic press kit official for for Turbo Kid that they had at the theater, and it was free. And can I you, said, "Why not?" Can you try and pronounce the writer director's names? Oh, let's let's give it a go. <laughs> they're, they're Canadian, <laughs> New Zealand. There's or, three or directors something. credited to the film, and they are. Well, here we go. And they wrote it. Yes. Wow. Uh, Anuk, I'm so sorry for if, apologies. I apologize. apologize. I'm going to apologize apologies. right now. Apologies. Put your hands together. Apologies to people of Can- Canada and New Zealand. Uh, here we go. These are my people. <laughs> Written and directed by Anuk Wissel. <laughs> oh, it's starting out beautifully. Uh, Francois Simard. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Francois Simard. Thank you. Thank you. So much better than mine. And why don't you give the third, last one a shot? Jean-Claude Wissel. All right. AKA the AKA the RKSS Collective. That's oh, oh, their last names. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. Wait, that makes no, it easier. Who's the R? Are they married or siblings or just coincidentally have the same last name? Let's well, take an all bets. Well, you know what? Uh, you guys take the bets, as I'm sure it's actually in the bio. So. <laughs> I think they just all went to school together. I'm gonna. They two of them have the same last name. I'm gonna bet oh, on. I couldn't married. even tell from pronunciation problems. My money's problems. on married. Uh, Andrew, what do you think? Married siblings are just I coincidental think they, last I think they're, names. They're just school chumps. School chumps. Who have the same last name? Yeah. Uh, Nene, what do you think? Stop looking for the answer. That's cheating. <laughs> uh, I think they're. Um, I think they're. F- they're friends who then became married. Then they divorced. All of the white stripes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, also all the white stripes. Whoa. Do you believe that he took her name? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he liked it more. Yes. This is probably even more unpronounceable. It's like, more. In-depth. I need to. I need, I need to, to upgrade to whistle. Just like what chicken see. <laughs> a little ping pong. Any answers, any answers Justin? Gentlemen, I have to tell you, there's no answers no, in the press kit. In the press <laughs> so, uh, so the it dir- might be just a crazy thing. They're just talking about their movie and not themselves. <laughs> That's not crazy. Huh. Um, uh, but what is this movie about? 
Okay, set in the far apocalyptic future of the year 1997. <laughs> of course. Yes. Uh, big, uh, basically, uh, no power, no water, but everyone uh, at least has the ability to ride BMX bikes. Yes. <laughs> Hell yes. The one piece of technology that survived no matter what. They were all able to fix their bikes. Except for one dude, but he was just having a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> Cars run on gasoline, but BMX bikes are forever. That's what we learned from this Bikes run on willpower. It's true. And right here, it's got the right willpower. You don't they need can drive gasoline. Nope. You don't need a carrot mm. if it, that's a reference to horses. <laughs> carrot is a reference to horses. Yes. Good. Uh, uh, and what else that adds to the synopsis besides me? Uh, but, uh, it's a kid. Mm -hmm. Rides a bike. Yeah. Yep. Lives alone. Mm -hmm. Uh, the cereal may or not may not be people. The cereal, <laughs> the cereal was called Soylent Verde. Yeah. Verde is French for green. Uh, but it's kind of like a, a pastiche, a mishmash. Of, Stiche, uh, as I call them. That's what the kids are calling now. Stiche. <laughs> Which kids? Uh, Who are these mash kids? Up. It's a yeah. mashup. Yeah, yeah but, that's uh, what kids are really saying. The apocalypse. Well, they call them those shups now. Shups. Whoa. Shups. We're at shups now. Yeah. Uh, it's bad as a shep. Because when, when I when, doing a few right when I first heard about this film, I thought it was a you know like kind of a, a take on the Mad Max. Kind of. It is kind of. It's a little a lot like Mad Max Jr. <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot I kind of. of Mad Max in it. Well, they do have a, a cowboy yeah. character who yeah. dresses like the man with no name from yeah. that film trilogy. <laughs> from that film trilogy. Film trilogy. Yes. That's great. It's cool because they had well, a this whole, this whole <laughs> had, had references from anything that you liked from the '80s. Basically, you got Mad Max. You got freaking all kids on bikes. That's ET. Like everyone was well, on bikes in that. And that, I think that was like a weird and then BMX '80s, '90s thing. Yeah, yeah, BMX Bandits because it's a New Zealand film. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, wait, Tank Girl. BMX enough. Bandits is Australia. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say that Andrew is, of course, racist. <laughs> Who believes <laughs> those that Kiwis, right? New Zealand those Kiwis. Are also Australian. Um, you can say Waterworld. Because I want to be Aziz and sorry so or, bad. Or Tank Girl. <laughs> he said that earlier. Oh yeah, Tank Girl. We're basic him for being a racist. Uh, you were saying Tank Girl. <laughs> I love Tank Girl. That's why I noticed. Fair enough. <laughs> is that uh, Lauren Petty? Is she yeah. Tank Girl? Yeah, yeah. Lauren Petty's Tank Girl. True. Without a confirmation on that. <laughs> All right. Don't trust me. <laughs> I just you were the confirmation. Oh. Yeah. You looked at Justin. No, my initial thought was the theory, and then you were the confirmation, and then he was the second set of confirmation. Still, <laughs> I Nathan, was here. The Nathan, <laughs> jury of Nathan is still here. out. We have not received confirmation from Nathan whether or not Lauren Petty is, in fact, Tank Girl. <laughs> We're eager to hear Lord Petty, Lord Petty. Feels wrong. It feels right. We cannot get confirmation. I cannot. I cannot as, as confirm this, nor as deny. As of time of recording, the the, tank girl. Uh, Nathan has not reported whether or not he believes. Lord I Petty will to be tank look girl. into it. I will make sure that I come with more informed decision. For my part, of course, I will out. say that she was in fact in Point Break and in the Army now with Andy Dick. Have you seen that new Point oh. Break trailer? I don't want to talk about yeah, it. It looks pretty terrible. Yeah, the worst. Okay. I'm not looking forward to it. They jump up. We are here talking. Base jumping off a cliff. So dumb. So dumb. Now. Also, Kung Fury, like those guys should team up with these people to do like, like an ultimate '80s '90s movie mashup that everyone just sure. passes <laughs> out from. It's insane. That'd be crazy. Uh, yeah, I think we couldn't go this long without saying if we didn't like the film. So I think we all liked it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a good time. We have but a it's a movie. It's a movie. You definitely. I mean, it doesn't hide what it is, but you definitely have to know what you're in, into. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. If you like this stuff already, before you've seen the movie, you, almost, certain things you need to like to see this movie. You need to like to see intestines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of them. And blood. And blood. Well, fake. Blood. And you need to look. At, you need to love looking at faces because this, this movie lives <laughs> in the close-up. A, <laughs> a lot of close-ups. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta not giggle when you see people 
who obviously put, it's like, hey, hey, buddy, just be a friend and make your own apocalypse wick gear, please. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah, I got a, I got like old football helmet, right? Yeah. So yeah, there you go, just paint it, put some blood on it. Oh, cool, all right. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, you can tell it's a low budget movie. Yeah. Uh, but it's just low budget. It, it kind of lives in that. It, yeah. It really. Well, it uses it. It's yeah. Part of its pastiche. Yeah. Pastiche. It's, yeah, part it's, its part of the style that it's going for. Yeah. Uh, kind of like, uh, I mean, you referenced Kung Fury. Yeah. No. Uh, which was that uh, a short film that was released free on the internet, uh, which I loved. <laughs> Excellent. We actually did a, a, a mini review on Nerd's Eye View of it. Oh, nice. A couple. Uh, well, I don't know how many episodes back because this could release at any time. Check out <laughs> that on nerdseyeview.com. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. NEV Podcast. NEV Podcast. Nerds Eye View is still owned by the ukulele toting right, travel blogger. Now. Check out that while you're there. Don't. Don't. She's got a ukulele. She's traveling. Nope. That sounds fun. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, and you even you said uh, the Waterworld influence, which I definitely took as the uh, yeah. you know Dennis they, Hopper villain yeah. that they had One with an eye patch. Yeah. Uh, and they had everyone was just wearing clothes that they found on the ground and then just <laughs> taking themselves. Yeah. Uh, Except for the guy with a very ornate skull mask. Very yes. ornate. Yeah. He was very he was a, a bird tribe in the credits. Mm. The leader of the bird tribe. What? Did you not catch that? No, he's that? talking wasn't about the, the, main vil- the, the villain Skeletron? with the, the Skeletron. Oh, no, the guy with the... There was yeah, a guy with, the, with like a bird skeleton on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, there there's, a there's, a there's, there's, there's a lot of skeletons. There's a lot of skeletons in the movie. Um... A uh, big shout out to Percival, who was probably the, the only production <laughs> assistant on there. You we caught your say work. Big shout out to skeletons yeah. and to skeletons because we need you to be able to move around. No, no, no. The, it's the gravity. If we didn't have skeletons, we'd just be. Yeah, we around. caught on the credits. So. Like there was one lone PA yeah. on this film named Percival, and I just want to say, dude. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm under the impression that he was the he's the only one who was putting all you'll, in this movie. You see it. You'll see a lot of skulls and, and heads on sticks. Yeah. He was it. I think he was it. He was a skull man. He the was skull man. just like we need skulls in the background. He's like, all right. Also worth noting, four people in the crowd movie listed as Blood Brothers. That's not their character names. That was their job <laughs> on only set. Only four was to be the Blood Brothers. There was a lot of blood in this movie. Yeah. There's a lot of blood. In this wow. Four. It's a real enough. shame about that. There's still a glass ceiling in the blood industry. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we get Always. any Blood Sisters? Yeah. What's going on? Blood people. Perhaps. Why's it gotta be, you know, any blood blood people? Why couldn't it have been blood siblings? (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Blood Blood family? Blood family? Blood Wachowski brothers, they named those Wachowski brothers, then that went south. (laughs) Went south? Now it's just the Wachowski. I I think it went east. It went sideways. It went this way. Yeah, but now they call themselves, this is still unconfirmed as a press time, but I heard they call themselves the Wachowski Starship now. Which is great and way better. I hate it when they're just the Jefferson's airplane. Yeah. And that was Wachowski. Every, every, any, kind of par- any kind of partnership between plan. two or more people from now on should be ruled a starship. Well, there's four of us right it's here. It's too late for us. We're yeah. the, no, we're the, we're the starship. Yeah, we're the Benview starship right now. <laughs> right now, we did it. <laughs> we're dropping network. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got to change the website. It's now called the Benview starship. This is the, t- oh remember, we're God. doing like, we're doing just, we're doing guerrilla podcasting. This is how you do it. <laughs> this is. On the streets. On the streets. On the streets. Like Christian Slater and starship podcast. the end of. Uh, pa- pa- why can't I, re- I love that film? Why can't I remember the title? What, are you, sh- what are you talking Christian about? Christian Slater has a pirate radio station where he's Harry the jerk off man. Harry the jerk off. <laughs> I don't know what this is. To- Harry Hard on. Pump is what up the name. volume. Thank you. Pump up the volume was the name of the film. Why do I know about? Because it's a great movie. Where are we talking about Turbo Kid? Harry Hard on telling the truth. To his this is what happens in gorilla podcasting. The truth comes out. Yeah, we looked up to so Harry like, Hard on okay, as a okay. mentor. Let's, we like Turbo Kid. We let's check. We let's check. So I really let's, like Turbo Kid. But I think it's for fans of the of this genre, this style, this. Yeah, you definitely can't just bring a random person go like you're gonna like this. Yeah, this isn't for everybody. 
Okay. Someone might sit there and go, like, well, what's going on? Like, if you like these kinds of post-apocalyptic films, yeah. uh, even though this one seems to be more no, like knowing, uh, yeah. like a Wink yeah. style. Yeah. Oh, very Wink style. Uh, where it's like, It's all oh, the logic of an 80s TV show style can't face my Wink style. <laughs> I will say this about the movie. Um, and I've seen, there's like a couple of these things that are trying to do the past T-Shady things. That's mm-hmm. counting Kung Fury, and it's counting... Um, a hobo with a shotgun. Oh, yeah. Haven't seen that yet. Who's also a, like, the director of that, Jason Eisner, is also a producer of Turbo Kid, I thought. Oh. Um, so here's the thing. Like, I like, okay, I loved Kung Fury 2. I, I enjoy Hobo. Have made a sequel already? <laughs> Let me fucking finish. <laughs> <laughs> Your ride's here, now go. <laughs> oh, I'm out. <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed Kurt no, Kung exactly. Fury as well. Thank you. Thank you. And then um, I. I I liked uh, Hobo with a Shotgun, but I, the thing with both those movies is that their characters, their leads are so extreme mm. that they're, I can see having somebody not being into it because their leads are so over the top. Yeah. Um, and especially with Kung Fury, I always feel like 30 minutes is perfect for Kung Fury. Any longer, I don't know if I can hold on to that, my attention to it. And the cops are agreeing with me, and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cops are here to shut us down. Gorilla Puck, we gotta run, guys! Just like they did to Harry Hardon, the brave Just protagonist sit. of Pump Up the Volume. Santa Ana, gentrification continues. 1991, starring Christian Slater, and... Maybe Lori Petty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he the agrees. Hunts, he confirmed. The hunts the cop. Uh, yeah. Santa Ana Fire Department Santa Santa confirms as Lauren Petty. And now. Nate, these guys by <laughs> fire, I believe what they say. Let me try to finish Petty. Yeah, yeah, let um, Let Justin speak, Andrew. <laughs> so let me finish. The one of us who wasn't talking. <laughs> let me try to finish my thought real quick. So the thing that made this movie, I think, work a little better than some of the other ones, and it works for a feature length, is that the lead character of Turbo Kid himself is a surprisingly more grounded character. Mm. And I think the helps yeah. of the lead guy, he's actually pretty natural. And if he's cartoony like everyone else, I think that'd be hard to get my attention for the 89 minutes. But since he's not, he's almost the most normal guy, it does help to have a connection that feels like I can... can build on can, that, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, that is the character that, um, he's the straight man for the audience. Yeah. I mean, this is the whole area, the whole the whole situation of Turbo Kid is a joke. It's yeah. like a joke that, like, an in-joke. You're in-joke theater. And you, know, you go, like, oh yeah, if you, if you understand what's going on here, you feel us. You feel the 80s, you feel the wasteland. And if uh, Turbo Kid was, like, well, not at all, it was just, like, constantly, like, ooh, I'm part of this world, too. Like, yeah. he didn't respond in a way, he's like, what the heck's that? Oh, my God. He, I mean, he lives there, so he's not surprised by things. Mm-hmm. Like, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be always like that. But, like, he, he responds to one character, Apple, that you'll see in there, and he responds to her in a way that anyone should respond. Yeah. While, meanwhile, everybody has apparently knew about her secret. You'll see it later on. He's like, what? Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> like, one dude just throws it away. Like, how did... How, how is he the only... Not his turbo kid. The only one didn't know. Because <laughs> we're not supposed to know. Well, either. I think part of... Uh, it's because Turbo Kid. I mean, you you find out he he kind of had to raise himself. Yeah. yeah. So like maybe like there was some apocalypse apocalypse some Batman stuff that happened. That but yeah, but yeah. like things that he didn't learn that other kids of the apocalypse learned. He didn't have to watch a, watch uh, Fonzie in an educational film say sometimes ladies are robots. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> or like here's I how you spot that. a human. Seventh grade. And here's like, how you spot a robot. Sexuality. Yeah. You're one, sometimes the girls are robots. Hey, it's yeah. cool because sometimes they're friendship robots. Yeah. They seem to be. In really good mood for anything. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> robots are down TF. That's on Fullerton? I don't like going there. Too rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> quiet. I like my women as humans. Thank you. Um, it's really a shame that we had to find out you were robophobic in this way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm cool. It's this guy over here. What the heck? Uh, what's your guys' thoughts on, on Ironside? 
I thought he was great. He's yeah, having such a good time. Two thumbs up to Michael Ironside. Mm -hmm. I, you know, he's got one eye and loads of rage. <laughs> <laughs> he's having a lot of fun. You can yeah. see he's like. I mean, he's kind of the class. Totally he's down. one of the classic '80s villain actors, I would yeah. say. So it's fitting that he would be the menace in this situation. Yeah. I also really enjoyed. So his his character was called Zeus. Yeah. yeah. And if you notice, the the building that he's taken residence in is Olympus. Like the name uh, on the side of the building yeah. is whatever. It's like the Olympus Company. Yeah. Nice. And then they scratched out something and wrote in part. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a like there's a whole mythology of the world and the fact that like you you can be informed by just looking around at what's going on around the. Characters. Yeah, it does. There's a lot of there's good world building in this thing. Same, same thing, thing with the around. the the whole Turbo Kid thing is inspired by uh, a comic yeah. that he reads. Called Turbo Rider. Turbo Rider, and then you see on the back of that comic there's an ad to join the army join where the, the army people. Dressed like Turbo Rider, yeah, yeah. and then he finds someone in a Turbo Rider suit. It's, yeah. it's such a strange thing that, like, it doesn't make any sense, but in this world, it makes perfect it sense. It reminded me a lot, actually, of Fallout, in that it's kind yes. of it's, yes. it's, it's the yes. post apocalypse Keep going. of not our world, yeah. but of this the fictional game. world oh. that you can only figure out by looking at what the post apocalypse is. You're talking is about like. the popular video game series Fallout. Yes. Oh. <laughs> fourth one is coming out, forthcoming. Yeah, and then, of course, just aesthetically, a lot of the bad guys look like Raiders in Fallout. Even the yes. bad, I mean, it's, it's yes. a different kind of device. But even uh, Turo Kid's thing is <laughs> kind of like a Pip Boy looking thing. Well, it's, yep. it's kind of cool you bring that up about the comic up because, like, if you want to th over, uh, think about the world building idea, is that it's you can imagine that when they created the Turbo Rider comic, it's propaganda comic. Yes. It was a comic like Cap when Captain America was actually made. The idea Excuse is that, like, you for talking bad on Cap, this is there, was a, there was a, there was a Nazi evil. threat in the world, no, no, but this and we needed evil, a hero to fight it, and but Captain that's America was that hero. And that's, that why, hero, song, and that's and why Superman says, Slap a Japping by war ball. Oh, no. sure well, well, I just have well, to bring it down. Well, Come on. Well, well. Let's, uh, back I just get up. Back it up. I like to fight, back and then at the end, confirm that no, in fact, Justin is right. Sure, right. stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it was a. Because but yeah, so the idea is it was a propaganda comic, clearly made. But the idea that the kid just treated it as like a superhero comic, but yeah. and almost ignoring the, the propaganda angle. Yeah. That's kind of a neat way of explaining why is there a costume yeah. <laughs> of the superhero character yeah. with the actual weapon from the comic. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I didn't even like take that into consideration until I started realizing, wait, there is an ad in the back of that comic that says join the Turbo Rider army, you yeah. know? So that was neat. <laughs> and of course, home of the world's loudest crickets. I don't know yeah, we're being surrounded by crickets. Crickets If it's on the mic, I'm sorry. I apologize continually for this audio quality. Yeah. We like the movie too. Yeah. The notification yeah. of Santa Ana has not gotten rid of crickets yet. We'll get to it. post -taste. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think it was interesting, uh, like, in this whole world, a whole bunch of, like, helmets just kind of sitting around. <laughs> yeah, it's a very helmet-heavy world. Very helmet-heavy. It's like, well, when you all soldiers wear a helmet. Is that what's going on? You're going to wear a helmet. Well, well, like, the rules. When you're in a bike-driven economy, yeah. helmets are going to be are huge. huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I haven't seen many hats now, I mean, nowadays. <laughs> well, everywhere. the cowboy guy had a hat. Sure. Later... He was too cool. No, he started with a hat. Yeah, how much? We didn't How see his face because he had a hat too low. <laughs> How do you get it back? Oh, magic! He gets it back. He had it. He got it. How did anything happen in the story? He grabbed it all the way out. They of cut the away and they come back right. and yeah, something happened. happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Oh no, I'm judging. That's like 90, I'm questioning the science of this. Ninety percent of this film was like a scene. I just didn't go, even I end. went and got me a robot. We went to another scene. We came back and it was like, oh yeah, something else happened while you were away. They're always It's the best explanation of all. I got away somehow. Oh, okay. Pretty much. Have you here eventually seen a, a, any like amount of like cheesy 80s 
actual legit 80s like sci-fi. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, I mean like a small amount. I, oh, I can't man. say that I've seen like a ton. Yeah. Steel Dawn. Uh, Ooh, but I definitely I lived on like VHSs that my dad bought, and he bought a lot of VHSs. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Max. You seen Mad Max? Yeah, yeah. But that's like almost a weird case of like that's actually a great one. Well, Road Warrior specifically. Road Warrior specifically. Yeah. For Mad, this one. First Mad Max. Mad Max is. Uh, <laughs> is I enjoy <laughs> it, but it's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's I watched this film. Spoilers? Are that cool with you? I mean, I guess it's probably going to come out way after the film. Yeah. Is when, available. When the lady robot dies at the end. And we're seeing. Well, she dies often. Yeah, she dies the last time. It's really hard to believe. I was like, yeah. okay, guys, you can't establish you could do what you, what you did in there and then yeah. can't fix that. Yeah. Okay. Well, she dies the last time, and Turbo Kid is standing over his body, and we see that he's become the man who will now wander yeah, the way. He's now Turbo Man. He's now Turbo Man. I was like, oh, this, this, even though it's like a fun jokes uh, adventure, his journey I feel is better than Mad Max in the first Mad Because <laughs> Mad Max just kept going. For a very long time. But then Road War is very good. Road War is very good. I almost called it Thunder Road, which is a Bruce Springsteen a, song, not the film. That is a wrong. Fury Road is very good. I have not seen Beyond Thunderdome. For ah, the record. Okay. <laughs> for the record. That one's fun. That one's fun. Yeah. Though if not it's like the same kind of logic as this. Yeah, it's actually no. True. Wow, actually, yeah. yeah. Thunderdome is more the one you want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> that one makes more sense. <laughs> air quotes. Air, air quotes. quotes <laughs> as, as Turbo Kid. Like, yeah, you. Oh my God, actually. Yeah. No, the more I think about it, no. Watch be watch Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. And then watch this movie because then it'll make perfect sense. Because everyone, once the world ends, you just go nuts. Everyone goes crazy and sure. starts putting yeah. on scrap metal on their heads. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> That's my plan for when the world ends. When the world ends, boom, I'm going to be wearing like. I was like, I'm already. I've I was watching a movie going like, you know what? I need a stop sign as a shield, just like that guy. <laughs> I've got a, a secret like, hideaway yeah. in my closet with assless leather chaps and oh. scrap metal hmm. that will make up my wardrobe. So you've been using that for a different once, thing. Once the, it's for, it's for, it's like my earthquake kit. Why would you make that? Oh, that's the earthquake kit. I put, on, I put on the assless chaps. I put on the metal shoulder pads, and I go out wilding. <laughs> that's that's my apocalypse plan. Oh, Lordy. Yeah. All right, man. Like, so do, do you write that? off as a tax return? Well, yeah, it's just for a possible end of the world, I yeah. guess, so we get the money. Dad, it's for the end of the world! I swear to God, yeah, it's important. Mom, get out of my face! Do you have Stop any final it. thoughts on the film? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, final thoughts. <laughs> if, you, if it comes to your town and you're digging the trailer, which is a great, which oh, yeah, the trailer the movie completely. That, the movie. I didn't, I didn't I mean, watch the trailer. Oh, All I needed was the image. I saw yeah, that poster. Here, really. Nice. Wow, really? You, yeah, neither of yeah. you guys saw the trailer for that. I just, my, my pal Justin Keyson said to me, hey, do you want to see Turbo Kid Sunday night I looked at the poster I'm a ride or die bitch I said Justin I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't and care this one, he didn't bitch out yeah he ride it that's, that's a huge testament guys because I was like I like figured well, the trailer's on the page I sent you and you yeah. both went yeah, if you say you want to watch it I was yeah. watching and went fuck alright I, I trust you <laughs> trust you buddy um, it seems like it's getting a semi-decent release. It's playing in Westminster, I noticed, as well. Yes. It's just the Regency in Westminster, so you know, it's out there. If you Check can it find out. it, it's available. Yeah, I'd definitely say. And the, if the, okay, I'll, re, I'll rephrase it. If you dig the poster alone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the movie. <laughs> that poster didn't lie to you. That's you, actually the movie. <laughs> if you have enjoyed anything like The Postman, 
or Thunder, Beyond Thunderdome, or freaking Waterworld. Let me pause your phone. Saying, you enjoyed ones. the post. Who enjoys? The <laughs> I enjoy not on purpose. <laughs> All right, I but enjoy. You do it. enjoy it. I do enjoy it, but for my own reasons. Well, here's, not for the reasons that Kevin Costner <laughs> or any of them had planned. But here's intended. the thing. So you're saying you enjoy it as a fun, dumb yes. time. Yes. I can get, I can understand that, okay. but yeah. the postman is fucking two and a half hours, and I can't see sustaining that. F- you know the enjoyment. skip option on DVD? Oh yeah, you're utilizing that skip option. <laughs> like, boop, like yeah. that's cool. Okay, here he is <laughs> becoming a postman. Wait, was postman pre or post Waterworld? Post. Post. Because so postman the, is post Waterworld. Because the joke success I'm gonna post put Kevin in quotes of Waterworld was what led Kevin Costner to be like, you know what? I can do another post-apocalypse film, yes. and it's and gonna he, be just as great. And remember, oh, yeah. what? He directed the Postman. Didn't he also direct Waterworld? Yeah, no, he did not. No, he did not. Okay. Robin Hood. He went Robin, like, Robin Hood directed Waterworld. The Robin Hood director directed <laughs> yeah. Waterworld. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he went. At, Kevin Costner walked away from that film, going, "Boy, that was a mess. I'll do my own." <laughs> my last I'll film that I directed won an Oscar. Beat Goodfellas for Best Director. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a great director. <laughs> I got this. I got made Waterworld. Here's my take. There's more horses. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, wait on. Stamps. Here's the one thing everyone's waiting for. Letters. Yeah, letters. <laughs> What? Like written letters will fix the fix the entire society. Sorry, fix your thought. Sorry. So if you enjoy those movies, <laughs> as ironically or unironically, or if your own in your own volition of how you how you approach it to your enjoyment, this movie is better than those. It takes it. It's it's with you. All right. If you're like going like this is so silly. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. I mean, if you don't get that, Sometimes you're gonna see. Sometimes silly is good. Sally's very good, and every, all the and all the actors are actually did an excellent job. None of them held back. None of them, none of them were like winking at the camera. They're just like they're that character. Yeah. <laughs> as silly as that one, whatever character you think you'll see in this movie, yeah. they go all out. And when they do go with the special effects, they they this this movie is very it really was very economic and very well figured out. They're like yeah. we're saving our money for the energy blast <laughs> for the freaking like you know the special effects so that we can. They were very smart, very surgical with their money, and it was like you got to give them big props for making it create an entire world. They did. Yeah. I don't even know what their budget was, but they used it perfectly, mm-hmm. and I give them big props for that. Well, it was, it was Canada, so it was $200 million provided by the government. So that's, that's the secret. And that's they, how you do they, it. They weren't actually so surgical. They just had the Canadian government throw it. And New Zealand's like, we've got land. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Come on in. Brooks, New Zealand. Oh, no, the New Zealand government. We've got land. It's, it's, just, got it's just a group of men that just talk like Reese Darby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's who they're talking to. Reese Darby. Like, he's the... He's the well, he's, I don't know if you know this, but we shot the, the Lord of the Rings movies yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Cool. All of them, not just one. Did you like All them? All three of them. Did you like them? Did they not shoot yes. the hobbits in, oh, in there as well? Oh, did they shoot the hobbit here too? <laughs> look into that. He doesn't know. Lindsay, Lindsay, look into that. This is Greg, please. Special Greg, special Greg, Greg oh, keep it canonical. <laughs> the special appearance by Greg. <laughs> yes. Did they shoot the hobbit in here? Yes. Uh, we did. We have fun. Alright then. So, how about, how about, how about you? Huh? How about you? I got some final thoughts. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, a couple corrections. It was it was Samantha Mathis, not Lori Petty, in Pump Up the Volume. Okay. So it does seem like it would be Lori Petty. And, I mean, yeah, I believed you. Thank and God. his name was Thank Hard God. Harry, not Harry Hardon. <laughs> I like your last did, thoughts in the movie have nothing to do with the movie. He did at one point uh, mimic uh, the sound of masturbation on his radio show, so you can see why I, th- I would think his well, name is Harry Hardon. Oh, <laughs> 
Yeah. Hey, 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 it's a classic. No, it's a classic. <laughs> it's a classic radio gimmick where uh, the the person's name matches what noise they make. Wolfman Jack, yeah. famously. Hard Harry. Hard Harry. <laughs> yeah. What else are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, I you? did like Turbo Kid. We all really enjoy Turbo Kid, but we're all fans of this uh, post-apocalyptic genre. I think it's safe to say we all like pump up the volume. <laughs> uh, never seen it. Uh, never. I, keep quiet. Keep quiet. Just, <laughs> keep quiet. just go. Just go. Uh, but who'd you say is in it? Christian Slater. Christian Slater. I love him. And uh, Alan Green, who was one is of the ants yeah. on Pushing Daisies. Oh. Yeah. oh. She's in it. Ew. Go. All right then. Well, so, thanks, Turbo Kid. For listening, uh, uh, go out and enjoy Turbo Kid. Five, four, three, two, one. My friends and I, we're from the San Fernando Valley, that flat stretch of land on the other side of the Hollywood Hills. But with actors, waiters, and wannabes who can't afford to live in Los Angeles. Young Hustlers Club, I like it, I like it. We're gonna be out of the valley by the end of the summer. Look, I have an idea. Thursday social. You want to come out on Thursday? This is gonna be the best, the best night of your life. I'm DJing. This party sucks. LA's dead. Can you play drunk in love? Absolutely not. We gotta get out of here. Hi, hi, howdy, howdy, hi, hi. You're James what? Reed, right? You could call me multiply. Been here regularly. Yeah. Can they pay you? No. What are you doing Saturday? Anything less just. <laughs> You can make people dance, and that's half the battle. James thinks you're really talented. Sounds have soul. Build them from scratch. You're not gonna get anywhere using the same old sounds that every other laptop DJ uses. Yep, yep, you know that I Whenever you guys are ready to start making some real loot, you need to holler at me. This is me on the regular, so you know. Don't you feel like there's a lot more quality stuff we could be doing? You know, we signed up for a lifetime in real estate. You're not happy. There are going to be things that finish you. There won't be a damn thing you can do about it. You think I'm going back to work for that guy? You're out of your mind. What happened to loyalty? Hey, you leave here, this ain't your crib anymore. Any successful artist, they have this moment where they stop being an admirer and they find their signature. I think I have something. This is the best part. The moment before it starts. That's a lot of beating hearts out there. Think you can handle it? What's up? I'm Cole Carter. Uh, we are your friends. Uh, that came out recently, right? Yeah. When was that? It was the 28th? Yep. All right, cool. And it's already out of theaters. Yep. What is it? Two weeks? It's it, a quick turnaround. I didn't read the article, but I saw a headline where it was like it broke a record for least money made. Yeah. And uh, it was actually difficult for me to find a theater to go see this at. Yeah. Um, I had to go up to Norwalk. Oh, no. Um, to the theater that actually has really nice seating in it. Mm. And let me tell you, I was not in one of those theaters. Uh, I was in one of the smallest theaters in the building. Oh, no. And they had really crappy old seats. Oh, no. So, um, but... Tell me about this film. What is this film this even about? This film <clears throat> is about a young man 
who just loves to party. L- little Zac Efron. Little. Growing up before our eyes. Yeah, he's adorable, as always, uh-huh. uh, with his uh, washboard abs. And, and his uh, weird eyebrow cut lives... that works into every film. Oh, no, I love how they validate it. <laughs> like, yo, you see this You see this scar? This is how I got it. My audience laughed. It was like 12, maybe 10 people. Yeah. I thought I was going to be the only one. And then I was like after, one of three people. After the trailers ended, uh, like a group of like four people who I think were high. Oh, yeah. And then a couple and then a single, like just a single guy. Nice. So I was like, well, I'm not alone. I sat like dead center, too. I was uh-huh. just like... This is my theater. Boom. And then everyone else came in. I was like, ah, whatever. I'm Both just, of I'm these showings, center. I texted somebody and was like, I'm the only one in here. And then I never was. Yeah. It sucks. But uh, he lives in the San Fernando Valley. Yep. Uh, he's an aspiring musician. Mm-hmm. He is a fan of EDM music. Yep. Uh, he plays the side, uh, side room for a local club. Mm. Um, Him and his friends promote for that club. They promote for the club. There's four of them. Yep. There's they all have Zac Efron. There's uh, Fighter Guy. There's Fighter Guy. There's Pretty Boy. And, and there's, there's Squirrel. Mouse, and there's Squirrel. Mouse. I was going to say Mouse. Uh, Do you uh, even remember any of those other guys' names? Because I don't even remember. Oh, Zac Efron is Cole. Cole Carter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Ollie, Squirrel, and I think uh, Mason. Ollie's the fighter and Mason's the pretty boy. Right? Do I have that right? No, Mason is the fighter. Oh, okay. Ollie's the pretty boy. Okay. And Squirrel is the mouse. It, well, squirrel's the one that they pick on. Squirrel's the squirrel. Um, there's always a squirrel. There's always a squirrel. And this one they just decided uh, to call him squirrel. There's always a, a lighthouse. And there's always a girl. What? Oh, sorry. This is a video game thing. Okay. My bad. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers for Bioshock Infinite. Oh. Uh, anyway, uh, this, this film, I mean, if you've seen the trailer, it kind of tells you everything that happens in this film yeah, do you want to know the director and stuff Should oh sure do it's, it's max joseph i try and make it sound official by and, saying that so uh, yeah the screenplay was written by him uh and megan oppenheimer apparently max that guy he he works on the uh the uh, catfish tv show oh yeah that's what i heard yeah 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 um, so i don't I know heard that too um and then the story's by richard silverman it, uh it's zach Efron's the main guy uh west bentley is the uh, the kind of uh, uh, mentor, washed out DJ mentor, out yeah, old uh, musician, and then dude. Emily Ratajkowski, however you say her name, is the, the that's the chick from the yeah, video from music the video. from the Blurred yeah. Lines music video, yep. and she also made an appearance in Gone Girl. Oh yes, mm-hmm. and, she uh, was she, the floozy, right? yeah, the uh, the cheat cheater lady, cheater lady, whatever you want to call it, mistress, mistress. Oh, that's the word, yeah. And I was just uh, saying because she was a home wrecker. Well, and she <laughs> she then turns on him later yeah. in the film. So that's why I I said that. But in, against her. But in we are your friends. She's I I dubbed her the girlfriend assistant. Yep. Because that's girlfriend that's assistant. Role she plays there. The, <laughs> what is her name? The GFA. Uh, Sophie. Sophie. They all have E. So we got Cole James. Uh-huh. Then we got Mason. Uh-huh. Then we have Ollie Sophie and Squirrel. And Squirrel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then Paige, which is our boy, the Punisher. Oh, oh my God! I love him Back so much. Back again, uh, he's great in this role again. We, he, yeah, this is so similar he's, to his role in um, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Yeah, he and just he keeps so showing up in these little films, and, it's, and he's in the these, smallest role, but, uh, but he's, he's so intense. He's so intense, and he's so good in that role. Yeah, and then and then he's and then we don't see him again. Then we don't see him again. It's beautiful. I don't even think he was in the credits. No, I sat in the credits and I was like, they didn't even credit him. No, he's not even there. What's his real name? You said uh, his character. His name, name is John uh, Bernthal. 
Bernthal. That's right. The man himself. I'm so excited for him to be the Punisher. Oh, I'm excited. Because he keeps showing up in these films. And he's good. And he's so good. So, yes, please. Thank you. Um, But yeah, this is kind of like a a weirdly typical L.A. story in the sense that like these four guys want to be something. Yep. And they want to. They have. They break have troubles. Out. They have troubles getting. And they're there. not even in L.A. They're northeast of L.A. They're past the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. So whenever they go, they actually work. The club they work at is in Hollywood. That's the best part. So whenever they go to work, they will go to like different colleges around Hollywood. Yeah. And yeah. promote, and then they like. Uh, a, a weird thing about this movie is where are Cole Carter's parents. Well, it's it's weird. They reference it like two times. I think um like they kind of like abandoned him. I think so, right? Uh because he said he's lived with his friends since he was 15. Since he was 15. And uh when what's his name? James, the mm-hmm. the, the the DJ mentor guy, right. he asks like where what does your mother do or where where is your mother and he and says he, I don't know. No, no. The weird thing is he it comes up because he's playing the piano yeah. in James's house. Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, wow, you got some talent. And he goes, uh, yeah, you know, my mom, she uh, she teaches uh, piano. And he goes, oh, does she still? And he goes, well, I don't know, probably. Yeah. Like, they're not dead. Yeah, they're not. He they're just, just out there. Like, he just he, hasn't seen him since he was 15. Yeah, it's like a weird thing where maybe they abandoned him. Maybe he left them. Maybe we don't know. We have no idea. We really don't. It's we don't find really out. It's really weird. It's super weird, but I kind of went with it. Yeah. I kind of I kind of went with a lot of things in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me tell you, something magical happened. I'm sitting here, I'm 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 letting this film happen. Okay. And then like t- it's like two scenes in. It's like not even that far into the film. Right. He meets James. He and and James says, "You want to go party?" And so then they go. They they smoke a joint. They drink out of a out of a flask. flask. Uh, and then they go to a party that's at an art gallery, which I love because I've been to pa- parties at art galleries. Yeah. And so they're they like, are always the best. <clears throat> Cole's out of his element. Yep. He's kind of like stumbling around and then he looks at this painting and it starts moving. and it starts moving and he's like, dude, this painting's alive. Yeah. And he goes, no, nah, that's the PCP. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, the painting, <clears throat> the, the paintings whole, come alive. All of the paintings. <laughs> they, they start like dripping off of their easels and, and attaching to all the people dancing. Yep. And all the people become animated literally. Yeah. And I was like, well, this, uh, it did it. This yep. movie got this me. Is, this like, is where we are. Something something magical is happening right now. Yeah. Where this movie is kind of like, we know that this story is not great, uh-huh. so enjoy. So we're going to do enjoy something weird interesting thing. visually yeah. that is going to entertain you. Yes. And it did. And it did. Yeah. That was so crazy. I wish there was more of that somehow. Yeah. Somehow. I don't, I don't know how they would have done that. Yeah, but it would... Like, they always say that people who do acid or whatever, they get flashbacks yeah. where the brain kind of goes back into that state. Yeah. It would have been interesting if Cole later in the film started seeing stuff like that again just yeah. because he had been through that one experience. It kind of altered the way he saw the world maybe. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah, especially when they go to um, something that they don't call EDC, but it's definitely EDC, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Am I crazy? Yeah. I don't no, know anything about crazy. music, but they definitely they go to a, a music festival yep. summer, close, summer, close to Las Vegas. Summerfest or something? No, Summerfest is at the end. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the one where they go. Oh, they go yeah, to, they go to they, Vegas for they that. They go to thing. Vegas for that thing, and they yeah. sell drugs. Yep. And like that's where uh, Cole and Sophie get together. Yep. And I'm like, I, I, I was was I, I kind of want to get your opinion on on do you what do you think of Sophie as like a character? Do you think she has like agency? I do you don't think she like her because she 
all the agency she has is through other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have liked for her to kind of come to her own and make her like strike out on her own and uh-huh. kind of find her agency in this film. Yeah, that comes like, a little later, but it's not great. But it's not really great. Yeah. She gets a job at a shitty coffee shop. Yeah. Which was filmed in a coffee shop I've been in down here. Oh, weird. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, in a, which is in South Coast Mall. I think it was kind of really important that she doesn't drink throughout the film ever, ever. Yeah. She uh, at one party, Cole says, "What do you, what do you have there?" And it's gin- she like, says rosé because it looks he like thinks wine. It's rose, yeah, and it's not. It's uh, cranberry juice and something else, ginger ale or something. Oh, cre- uh, club soda, club soda, club soda, and, and yeah. cranberry. And juice. it looks like rosé, so no one thinks you know. Oh, what a loser! But yeah, yeah, she's fitting in and not drinking. Yeah. So when they get to this, you know, EDC festival scene, uh, and she gives him like uh, what is that, e. Molly? Yeah, <laughs> what do they call? What do the kids e, call it? I don't know. We're a couple drugs, of old men. Drugs. Yeah, she says, "Stick out your tongue," and he she sticks a tab on him. And uh, I was like, "Okay, so she's cool with drugs, but, but she doesn't drinking. drink." Yeah, it's like a really strange. Mm-hmm. Like there, there were a lot of strange character choices. I thought, right? Like especially, uh, 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 just like uh, like how we never know what's up with Cole's parents. Yeah, and like we never really figure out is you know if Sophie's so straight edge, she won't even drink. Why is she doing drugs? Right, and then uh, and then uh, and then we've got Paige, which is this like real estate yeah. guy who yeah. who makes his money by by taking kind of tricking homes. people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. The, what's weird about his setup, I the way that I understood it, was that for the most part, he kind of helps people. He tries. He charges them way too much for it. Way too much. But he definitely works, he does whatever his company says it does. But yep. then in the one case that we follow with Cole, yep. we see that not every time it works. He becomes her landlord. Yeah. And that's... Like a nightmare landlord. That's kind of, I think... Like, yeah, he does help people, but I think his end goal is that. Oh, yeah, that's he's where definitely he makes, into money. That's where he makes his most money. Yeah. but that's Because because Cole gets a percentage, a commission, yes, yes. and Cole made $15,000 on that deal. Yes. So how much did Paige make? So much more. Like, he said he could turn that around for 500000 And he was going to, he said he was going to rent to her, but then he says he's he says not sell forever. It. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm not going to do that forever. Yeah. Eventually, she's going to go, and he's going to turn it. He's going to flip it. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, that's like a thing, flipping houses. But this yep. is like a weird business where they pretend like they're helping you against the banks. Mm-hmm. And then and then they swoop in and take your house. Yeah, they'll, if, as soon as things go wrong, they'll get in there. It's really, it's really crazy. Super crazy. And that's like, that's part, the whole part of that is to show that Cole's like a good guy. Yeah, because that, that whole situation, he kind of feels weird about the whole <coughs> situation to begin with, because he's... Being really empathetic with people on the phone yeah. and connecting with people yeah. and then feeling bad when he realizes, like, hey, this isn't cool. Yep. Oh, well. Yeah. It's not cool, but what, what can he do? Yeah. Just a kid. He's just a kid. Um, he can give her all of his money that he made. Can I tell you yeah. about my, my, what happened to me? Because uh, as I'm watching this film, yes, uh, I'm very aware that it's following the three-act structure to yep. a T. To a T. It's it's not no variation. Someone I mean, looked up the three act structure in a school book. <clears throat> uh huh. In a uh, community college film school book. Yeah. And said, uh, "Let's write with this." Yeah, and uh, so it gets to the point where um, he, uh, Cole, and James have a fight. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is it. This is the low point. This is in the you know the act structure. This is where things can't get any worse. Oh no! And then it. Kicks you in the stomach. Well, but but let me tell you this. So then the next scene is the four guys get a house. Yeah. 
and then they have a party. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't a low point. Yeah. What's going on right now? Right. So every and then when they're all waking up from that party the next the next morning, my first thought is, oh shit, someone stole his money. Yeah, or his equipment. The because new yeah, laptop because he got. at the house that they lived at before was in the back of uh, his, uh, his Mason's Mason's parents. parents' place. Yeah, and so that was safe. Even if they had a party, it was probably safer. Yeah, uh, but here they're all on their own. Yeah, in a, and there's just trash everywhere. And like all and these people that maybe they don't know who they are, right? right. And they're all doing drugs and drinking, mm-hmm. uh, and they're all waking up. And I'm like, oh my god, someone stole his money because he's he's had a box full of money that we've seen him fill. And it makes over such a over. big point about it. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, that's this is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. And then Squirrel's dead. Yeah, and I was just like. They killed Squirrel? Yeah. Like that, I could not believe that. Yeah. That blew me away. So then uh, it's like it becomes this weird darkness that he's experienced. Uh So when he goes back to James, James is like, oh, now you've lived. Like now you've had because Because before that, like it's kind of a joke that him and Sophie, uh, Cole and Sophie share Uh of like not knowing some of the words that James uses. Uh And just kind of shows the age divide between these these characters. Yeah. And then, like, one of the things that he says to him during the fight is, like, you don't even know what it means to be irreparable. Yeah. Which which kind of, like, oddly doesn't make sense in that fight at the time. Yeah. And then as soon as Squirrel dies, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Now he does. That's how they're going to reconnect. Yeah. He's, he's going to go over there and say, yeah, Squirrel died. So uh, <laughs> I've now lived. <laughs> like, yeah. Which doesn't, it shouldn't make sense, but I I like it. No, yeah, because even then, even then, James still makes fun of him. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's like, I don't even know, like, Cole says he doesn't even know if he's a good person or a bad person. He just doesn't even know what he is. Mm. And James says, well, you're not even a real person until you're 27. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, still saying, you're just, you're a kid. You know what I mean? You just got to do the best you can. Mm -hmm. And I kind of enjoyed (coughs) the, uh, like, the, Jedi and Padawan mechanic that they had, but like it just showed it was more real to me than what I'd see in other movies because James is his mentor, is giving him fantastic advice, yeah, is really nurturing him as an artist and a musician. He's given him full use of his studio, yeah, he's 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 great in every way for Cole, yeah, but still a douchebag, yeah, but still a really bad, just a mess, just yeah, just the. He like barely I felt, gets out of bed. By I felt his, so his bad for Sophie in yeah. a couple of those scenes where right, you're just like this guy. You're just <sighs> cleaning up after him. Yeah, and but that's real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people can still be fantastic musicians and do great works. Yeah. But still, just be shitty people. Yep. Because there are plenty of people like that. Plenty of auteurs and musicians <clears throat> and artists and filmmakers and writers who make great, great things who are just horrible people so he gives him this opportunity to uh cole is, open for is allowed to open for him at Summerfest. yeah um now we see this in the trailer uh-huh. and i'm like oh okay but it has a whole different light to it oh in the so movie different because it's it's like it is really emotional yes because cole is using uh uh sound clips of squirrel of, of sophie squirrel, of, of sophie like of his world yeah and everything that is making him him and everything remember, he's been through. I don't remember what he shouts. Like what, whatever Squirrel says on that recording, he shouts into the microphone. Are we ever going to be better than this? Yeah. And I, and I was just like, he looks like he's going to like cry. Yeah. But that's the like the whole scene. He's almost breaking down. But that's like the kind of like raw emotion that he needs to bring to, you know, what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, 
so it's it's so odd it's so jarring because uh-huh. you think like a musician gets up there and they're having a great time but right. he's, for him it's tapping into something deep yeah he's he's like he's venting all of his emotions yeah on that stage yeah it's yeah. crazy yeah uh i do have to say i also enjoyed um the the weird little voiceover parts right uh especially when it's uh john bernthal doing that one yeah where he's like, this because, is how it works. Because they're really random. Uh-huh. Like, in any other film, I'd be like, why is this weird narration all of a sudden? And yeah. we're like, we're drawing all these lines. There's on like maps lines and, and maps. And, and like all these yeah. graphs and stuff. And But it just, it feels like we're tapping into the head of different characters. Yeah. And their viewpoint of the world. Yeah. And by the end of the film, like, it's making a statement on the way people see the world. Because yeah. we get Paige's point of view. We get Cole's point of view. I think even Mason does it at one point. Yep. And... You realize at the end of the movie, like, no, these 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 people are living in bubbles. Yeah. And the way they see the world is wrong. We even get like a little bit of like when they interact with other characters, yeah. you kind of see like how the bubbles clash. Yeah. And how they don't quite match up. And, and they're so, they, so protective of their bubbles that yeah. it, it creates drama. So and tension and drama and like yeah. just pure fighting like, like at times. Like, like it just brings up the statement of like the best sushi in the Western Hemisphere is in the San Fernando Valley. Yeah. And you're just like, by the end of the film, you're like, no, it's not. They well, just they just think that that is they, their badge when, of honor. When they're at that party and they tell that guy and he's like, "Does she look like she goes to the San Fernando Valley?" and yeah. it's like so stuck up and snotty, right. and he's like, "Well, you're dumb. Yeah. That's where the good sushi is." Yeah. It's like that's that's these worldviews coming together in and ways they they, they don't. It's they really don't work. yeah yeah crazy stuff. There's so much around this movie that is dumb. It's yeah, like there there are scenes, there are acting spots, there are there's dialogue uh-huh. where I'm just watching well, it and going, oh, this "There's isn't times good. where like." Cole should just text his friends. Yeah. His friends are like, where is he? And he should just T- be like, text him. Hey guys, met a girl. I'll yeah. see you guys tomorrow morning. Like that should be it. It's, it's like they're living in a world where they don't text. It's yeah. so weird. Everyone has a cell phone, but no one's using it. No one knows how to contact each other. Yep. So weird. But it, that's, they need that for those dramatic moments where it's uh, like, Oh no, where is he? I really enjoyed the music in this film. Oh, you enjoyed as the someone music? who, as someone who, uh, likes EDM, uh-huh. uh, enjoyed it. I really enjoyed his uh, final song that he made. Uh-huh. And it's a good track. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I like the film. <laughs> I kind of liked it too. Like it's like it, you it just got to turn. It's your, very basic. Like it goes beat by beat. See, uh, for me, no pun intended. Yeah, well, I, I I just I didn't want to. <laughs> I just wanted it to sit there, but I'm glad you you brought it up. Uh, for me, it's exactly what the film's trying to say. Like, like. Cole's outlook at the beginning of the film is I need to be technical. I need to show that I can do all these different kinds of things. And James says, no, you need to show people who you are mm. and it need, you need to bring your emotion and your feeling and who you are as a person into this. And this is a film that you need to not think about. Yep. This is, a, this is an emotional ride uh-huh. because art in its highest form, including music, is about eliciting feelings. And there's a lot of emotions in this film. It is a roller coaster of just highs and lows. Mm. And it it mirrors life in that way, so I dug it. I liked it too. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. 
Comic Nerds Unite! All right, let's do a proper wrap-up. Uh, let's give thanks to... Uh, I was going to say Alex Boshita. Because you're right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 to... What are they called? The Suicidal Tendencies. <laughs> what? Sophomore Makeout Sophomore Makeouts. <laughs> Who did our theme song? No, it's called Sophomore Makeout. By yeah. Jingle it's... Punks. No, nope. by Silent Partner. Yes. He did it. He got it. Uh, Jingle Punks is another one of the YouTube audio library bands. Uh, Yeah, we got that from the YouTube audio library. Go check that out at youtube.com slash audio library. Also, our logo was done by Justin Kizan, who you heard in our uh, Turbo Kid review. Uh, You can find uh, his writings and more at agentsofguard.com. Matt Benson? Yeah. We do a podcast. Uh, Tell him about it. It's called Shut Up, Leonard, and it's on the Bendview Network. And it's where me and Andrew talk about community. We go episode by episode, reviewing Mr. Harmon's finest creation. We're on season three right now, but guess what? We've already done seasons four, five, and six. And because, one and two. Yep. There it is. <laughs> what's, that other, what's that other podcast we do? It's called Pick Your Path. This one's exciting, folks. This one's revolutionary. It is a choose-your-own-adventure-style podcast. It is a scripted narrative with chapters like an audiobook that allow you to pick the jer- the direction in which the story goes. You'll be like, check it, man. You're in a field, and some kind of demon bug walks up to you. Do you want to hit him with your hammer or run away? If you hit him with your hammer, you skip to chapter 5. If you run away, skip to chapter sw- 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 12. And then... You skip to chapter 12, and then your little guy runs away, and then you choose the story. And that's on benviewnetwork.com slash PYP, or your favorite audio podcast provider. Make sure they support enhanced podcasts. That's a, that was like a spoiler. I feel like we're going to use that in the future. <laughs> the demon, future bug? Demon, yeah. bug. <laughs> the demon bug? The dreaded demon bug. What do you do, Jordan? I, uh, <laughs> I retweet cute dog pictures. On I, I, I enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, following me on Twitter is actually an interesting ride. You get dog pics and you get video game news, which I, get, I really enjoy. I get, I get video game news. I get cute dog uh, gifts or gifs, yeah. depending on your preference. Gifs if you're a real American. Uh, I uh, I have a little bit of political stuff on there, but not really enough to push anybody away from uh, viewing my tweets. And uh, and then I, I tweet some uh, weird stuff about the rain sometimes and about how thirsty the land is. What? And, uh, <laughs> Andrew gives me shit about it. Oh, yeah. He, t- he, he tweeted something like, the land is thirsty. Because uh, it's raining. It was raining or something. He was possessed every by a Native American spirit. <laughs> every, every once in a while, my, uh, my great writing poetry classes come back and uh, take advantage of my Twitter uh, number count. But I also... Wait, what uh, is your Twitter name? At True Valk. What's yours? At Dr. Matt Benson. It's at Podcaster Andrew. I also stream video games every Saturday. Uh, this weekend, I'm actually going to be playing Destiny because The Taken King is coming out by the time you hear this. Is Dinklage gone yet? Is, is He's he... already gone. And they took him out last week. They put in uh, Nathan Drake. Mm. What, whatever his real name is. Fame. What's his real name? Uh, I know it. It's Nolan North. That's the one. That guy. Um, he plays music just like Cole Carter. And um, <laughs> what do you have a, an alliterative? Cole Carter. Well, it's Nolan Peter North. Names. Peter Parker. Yeah, Peter Parker. Yeah, He's a DJ. On the Clark side. Kent. Yeah. Lois Lane. Clark Kent is CK. Uh, it's called Louis CK. Sounds, bro. Clark Kent. Clark Clint. This guy. It's alliteration. Uh, so, 
Uh, I do that. Bruce Brain. I will be playing Taking King. <laughs> it, it looks <laughs> looks pretty great. Uh, last week I played Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, I actually posted a little clip from Metal Gear Solid Five on my Twitter uh, via the recording on Xbox, and it is pretty awesome. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, scroll back through my timeline, watch that. It's very funny. Um, yeah, video games are cool. Uh, do I do anything else? Oh, if you are in the California area and you happen to go to a school called... Or, or if you could, you could look on a website. Or if you go onto the website. What's the website? LBUnion.com. Yeah, go to the website. And uh, I did a little bit of writing <laughs> on this most recent... Oh, my goodness. Uh, I reviewed Jurassic World. <laughs> oh. And uh, I might be doing a little bit more writing there in the future. So please check back here. On Twitter and online. Yeah, you, you did that because I'm the entertainment editor. Oh, are you? Of the Long Beach Union Weekly. Oh, uh, that's how it's that works. Weekly yeah. magazine that comes out of Cal State Long Beach. Yep. Uh, and also, I filled a page. Nice. Uh, let me tell you, uh, 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 Nathan does stuff. Plugs. He, he writes a comic Plugs. called The Shrouded City. Plugs. I saw a bunch of pictures of Nathan. Plugs. Yeah. Uh, he was recently Plugs. at the Long Beach Comic Con. That was Plugs. a fun time. You can go check out Plugs. his comic. I think if you Plugs. still go to BenviewNetwork.com slash comic, it's there. Plugs. I think that link is still active. Plugs. Yeah. Uh, go check out Nene's comic. It's a good, it's a good Plugs. one. Plugs. Be- Benson? What? I already did my plugs. You didn't do Benview on Spielberg? Go to Benview on Spielberg <laughs> and Google is how you find it. Probably it might work. Uh, it should. And you get if me, your SEO's right. Sure. Me and Justin Keyson do that show is where we talk about a Steven Spielberg film. What did you do recently? Episode. Last, our most recent episode was a bonus episode where well, we talked uh, about... S- 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 Super 8. Spoiler alarm, I thought it was super great. But our next episode, which actually... I believe releases the same day as this. You're here tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes, yeah. that sounds correct to me. And we will talk about Indiana yeah, 15th, yeah. Jones and the Temple of Doom. Ooh, all right. Kalima. That's are you, you going to review the fun. ride? No, the Temple of Mara. That's what? what the ride's called. I don't believe Indiana in Jones rides. And the Temple of Mara. I don't believe in rides. <sighs> I just believe in me. <laughs> uh, <sighs> you can find that at BenViewNetwork.com. Splash. <laughs> Spielberg, you know what I mean. Don't be a jerk. And you can you can you know go to BenviewNetwork.com, check out all the great shows on there. And also, I write for Agents of Guard. I'm on fire. I wrote two articles for them recently. One about the worst idea of all time, which is a great podcast, and one about Kong's time on an island. Maybe he'll fight Godzilla. Yay! And you can go to anyvpodcast.com. Uh, or benvnetwork.com slash nev or benvnetwork.com just check out all the Plugs. great podcasts on Plugs. the benview network Plugs. Uh, Plugs. Uh, we, we, Plugs. We're, we're done now right Plugs. we yeah. out Plugs are over do, um, do your, this has been episode 242 I'm Andrew I'm Matt and I'm Jordan and remember listeners be wary of suited dudes who want want you to get drunk go to other dimensions. We forgot Reed Richards when we were doing a letter of names. Such a waste of him, too. Okay, help save. People are fucking... <laughs> no, no, I meant of the actor. Oh, I like yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah.
Jamie Belt. Tyler is his middle name that you didn't so, know about. Bell. He's so good in. Um, <laughs> what if that was his turn? Washington true. Spies. Uh, you watched so that good. show? Oh man, he's, you're the one. That show's really good. <laughs> also, like, he's, like, he's the one who says really the good. full title. <laughs> turn Washington Spies on AMC. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.